What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Hey, happy new year. Last episode of the year. That's right. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, we can put this shit to rest. We can. Paul doesn't like to look backward. He not, likes not to, much. He, he likes to look forward. Paul, which is crazy because you say you don't like to look back on things. Because I said, folks, I was like, hey, let's do like a year in review. I don't like it. And, and that's exactly it, how it sounded. It's exactly. I, it I just, he was like, bat, 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 bat. Right. I don't like to look backward. I'm looking forward, Joe. God damn it. And that sparked off a two-hour conversation <laughs> of what Paul's going to do in 2020. Which is why we should be done by now with this episode. New year, new you. No, that's. I told him he sounded like every 25-year-old white girl out there who's not ever <laughs> going to change anything in their life. It's fucking kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, but I know the man will do it. I would like to do a, a minor like year Fine. in review just because 2019 had some crazy things happen. It did. Okay. First and foremost is the, the, like the impeachment of the United the President of the United States. Oh, so like, we're going to do national, international news, that kind of thing. I, I mean, just whatever kind of. Big okay, case. I'm it's okay with that. Know, that. There's that. There's a Tesla truck, which was <laughs> which is still completely fucking bonkers concept to me. It is. Uh, the more I look at it, the more I'm like, I would own that, but only because when I pull up, people will be like, "What fucking century are you in?" But I would do it as a. Do you know what a cosplay is? Cos, cos cosplay is co it's short for costume play. Oh, it's like people yeah. that dress up and go to you know they. It's like Halloween, but like, you know, oh, every weekend. Tell, tell me these people. Oh, every weekend. Not like these conventions. People go yes. there and dress up like uh, different. Uh, those, those are cosplayers. They dress up uh, like so. anybody, right? It's a cosplayer. Gotcha. So driving around in that, I would have to dress up like fucking Harrison Ford from uh, or or or. Wearing some kind of a super modern sunglasses, something that doesn't exist. Yeah, something like that doesn't exist. Yeah, just like very cyberpunk kind of. Uh, uh, oh, my God. What's the future thing that happened in November 2019? Jesus Christ. What? L.A. movie? L.A. L.A. November 2019. Oh, fucking uh, Jesus. Uh, Blade uh, Runner, for Blade, Christ's sake. Yes, the new Blade Runner. Movie. Blade Runner, yeah. So, well, that's when the original Blade Runner takes place. It's supposed place. to be 2019. And that's, 2019 why he, the, yes. that's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why he released it on November 15th or whatever. You know what happened during the entire year, this year, last year, this year, whatever, in 2019? What, what's that? Is they started the factory, this is the Nummy Tesla show, started the Chinese- The Gigafactory Giga in China. Factory, and it's now done, and it's now making cars yeah. right now. The first 15 were delivered yesterday, or the day before yesterday. Like a million square foot fucking building. <laughs> that's what you can squirting do. out cars right now. What did Louis C.K. say, right? That's, you, about, that's what you can uh, do. Well, he, well, he's, he, said, uh, he's, he said, hey, do you mind if I jerk off? Oh, he did. And say you that. watch, but other than that, <laughs> no. What he said was, uh, you just throw, "Slavery gets things done. It does. You just throw enough human suffering and lives at it, and things will get done." So I'm pretty sure that's how that factory got open. It's pooping out cars. Actually, I'm sure it's just the shit ton, the sheer number of people that are willing to work on it. Because mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot, not that many people that live in Northern Nevada. So, by the way, speaking of Tesla, as we're not going to keep talking about, but we are, uh, they're going to be they're putting in more charging stations. At this location, I understand it's coming this year. Oh, are probably. they? Yeah, like good because it's almost always full. They'll, they'll be doubling up or something like that. Yeah, I think it's coming. I'll tell you, it's it's full. Like I drive past, I'll drive that direction when I head to work sometimes, mm -hmm. but almost always, so I drive past that Carl's Jr. when I when I uh, come home from work. When it I first take the freeway, and it's there, it's almost always full at seven fifteen, seven thirty in the morning. When it uh, when it first opened up, of course, I looked at it all the time because I was wanting to see a Tesla there to go check it out. Yeah, because it, it was, was never, never it was never a car. I mean, they're cranking them out now. They really are. Yeah. Well, so. number. Sixth 
is it sixth? Is that what it was? Or third or something like that? It was in the top, 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 selling ten, top 10 car. Top selling car. In the U- not in electric the, car. No, car. in the United States. Yeah, yeah, like it beat out the fucking Honda Civic. and It beat out the Honda yeah. Accord and it did like all these other yep. all the other things, which is the Model 3. That kind of blew my mind a little bit. Anyway, enough about Tesla. Yep. The truck came out. That was cool. A gigafactory in China opened up and it's kicked out its first like 15 cars or whatever, which is a huge deal. They're going to be building, starting a new near Berlin yeah, factory near. Yeah, Berlin. yeah. gonna have a design studio there too. With that's the good move. That is a smart design move. studio near Berlin mm-hmm. with all those crazy fucking artists and designers and shit around there. That was a good move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so makes you want to go to Berlin and check out the factory when it gets done, Joe. Right, because that's what we're gonna be doing. What are you okay? I just happened to the lady on the cri- the crest uh, white strips. The Christ, the Christ, the, the crest white. Christ strips. is white. Christ is white. Yeah, I keep hearing that. But people keep telling me that it's not the truth. Oh, okay. No, she was just strikingly gorgeous, and it was oh. like, wow, that woman. Not her. Oh no, that's that's, that's <laughs> not striking. No, that's Fat Amy from uh, from from Pitch Perfect. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I, I love her. She's like, why do you, why do you call yourself Fat Amy? Well, I, I do it so that skinny little bitches don't do it for me first or some shit like that. I was like, <laughs> God damn, what is she's awesome. Anyway, what else happened in 2019? Uh, My kid's old enough to serve alcohol. Could just learn. So that's funny. She is? Yeah, 19-year-old and oh. old enough to be like a waitress okay. or something. Anyway. Uh, I was going to, and we could certainly review down some of the big lists, like what's the top things that happen. We can go down and ah, we don't need to do that. I mean, I, like, I know you don't want to think about that. You're, you're like, I don't want to do a year in review. Well, I just we got the big stuff, you know, the big uh, we got the election coming up of course in 2020. Yeah, 2020 election. Oh, That's God. I was more talking about let's talk about the things we're looking forward to 2020. 2020 well, not, has coming to America too. Yes. Which one of my customers worked on? Yes. Yes, which Most is hilarious. just so goddamn cool. I tried to ask him what he was working on with it and he said it's just a pain in the ass. He goes I I, I guess he goes it's so hard to work with get everybody on schedule to work on this and work on He hates working on movies now. He hates it. Wow. So. Well, I mean, he was—he didn't initially get into that. He accidentally fell into that. It business. was kind of an accident. Yeah, I read through, into through it. aviation. It was, yeah, it was. A, yeah, because he was. Yeah, exactly. Like he was working at a design studio no, or some shit. It was, was some kind of a. And they asked him about a Wright Brothers documentary. Yeah, it was during yeah. the seventies. This Wright Brothers documentary thing. He was a kid working for some guy that was. I don't. I don't know what he did, but he wasn't like a movie guy. Right. It was a local. They were filming it near the area, and they needed something fixed on the airplane or something. Whatever. Right. He went, what the hell is this? I work on this movie. And then it was the Wright Brothers. And then he talked to some friends back from back at Tehachapi. And he went, wow, this is cool. And, and he, went from there. So he really got into it and did a really good job. And and then he, I don't know how. Well, he, this guy's worked on two uh, two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He did some work on the Avengers. He worked in an Iron Man Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man thing. Well, Spider-Man. It's possible. Uh, first Man. He made the full-scale Lunar Lander. Yeah. For First Man. In the movie First Man, which is just fucking insane to me yeah um, which is cool as hell I, I just wonder what they did with that thing yeah he says they have a lot of shit like that that just kind of gets kicked around you know the, the think about how much stuff hollywood cranks out and a lot of it's not this would have been a cool thing this is actually a thing you could walk into and in, in the and sit in and that kind of stuff so it's more usable than like a cardboard or styrofoam facade of a building right you know you actually it's not gonna get you to the moon obviously or be able to land there but it's a cool thing that would be a cool thing to have. It would be a cool. You know what I would do with it? I, I would know. have him tell me how to beef it up, and I would put it on a playground. Yeah, for kids to play on. Be great. Can you imagine a fucking lunar lander just. But he was saying there's so much stuff that that these studios have, and most of it gets like thrown in dumps. People just don't give a shit about it. It's like no. the original um, uh, Job of the Hut. 
mm-hmm. which is foam and uh, foam stretched over um, like a like an endoskeleton kind of thing. Okay, where you could fit. It took three people to operate: one for the head, one one operated one arm, and then another person operated the tail and one arm. Right, mm-hmm. so you had three people inside of it, and it just that's an iconic character from mm-hmm. you know i mean people who've never seen star wars know what job of the hut is mm-hmm. so that thing just rotted oh really did just nobody ever took care of it it got, it got put in a storage facility somewhere just rotted away all that's left yeah is it like, probably wasn't stored in like a controlled environment exactly or so. because people don't because they, they don't when they made empire strikes or no shit no that was jedi when they made jedi I think of all that shit they had all of that shit like but uh, most of it is meant to look good on screen for a, for like a couple hours where the and shooting that's about and it, it just fucking deteriorates. You would take a hang R this size, yeah, to th- put all that crap in, and that costs money. Exactly, yeah, it, to store all that shit. So anyway, it just goes away. So it, and it makes sense, and I've heard that before. That's why I love seeing uh, certain pieces that have been rescued. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, uh, Adam Savage. You remember Adam Savage from the MythBusters? He yeah. was the cool one on MythBusters, not the asshole, yeah. you know, guy with the beret. Uh, Adam Savage has a show where he has one day makes where he or one day builds where he'll do that, but he'll, he'll build because that's what he was a prop guy. He was a special effects guy. He mm-hmm. worked on uh, episode one, two, and three, and he worked on ET was like his first movie, you know, and, and a bunch of other stuff. But he's also fascinated with objects, right? Just fascinated by objects, like fictional, basically objects from movies and things like that. Like he wanted, he went down this weird rabbit hole that co- like it took him, it cost him a few thousand dollars, and it was like over the course of a couple of years, where he was became obsessed with uh, building an original scale model, like replica of the Maltese Falcon from oh, from shit. the movie. Yeah. And he actually there there he, he did all his research. There's like there were three filming copies. It was like, but one of them was meant to look good sitting on the table. One was meant to have a lot of heft, so that it looks when they carried Maltese it. Maltese Falcon. This, you mean the from the movie. You mean the fa- the Falcon, the Falcon sculpture itself, sculpture, <laughs> not the not the not the uh, the Millennium Falcon, the Maltese, Maltese Falcon. Falcon. Okay. Let's go back. Let's let's go back to the fifties. Come on, Maltese. Gotcha. Follow gotcha. me. Follow okay, me. Got it. Okay. Not the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> the Millennium Falcon. I didn't even. I was like trying to figure out why you were confused by that. Now I understand. The I went Falcon from, M. But, oh, wait a minute. Don't you mean the Millennium Falcon? The what? Yeah. But anyway, uh, he he went through and was uh, went to a uh, an exhibit in L.A. and did interviews with a curator of this exhibit, and uh, it was a bunch of Kub- Stanley Kubrick stuff. And he, Kubrick was one who know, who would know like he he was one to save things from his movie his movies that he made because he knew that they were kind of going to be iconic, like the typewriter from The Shining. Oh yeah, that is that's there, and all with still all the papers and shit that it, that had been hand typed out. You know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Mm-hmm. Shit like that. So he found like just tons of stuff, and and, and they the guy that he, that was the curator was talking about how things are designed to look good on screen. They're only meant to be used for maybe one or two days, and then they just go. They kind of deteriorate because they're only meant to look good. That's it. They're not yeah. built. They're not built to last. Nope. Unless you do things like Kubrick, who was known for just repurposing things, and in his stuff was built to, to last save, to save money in theory. Exactly, exactly. Also, George Lucas, <clears throat> like a, a Han Han Solo's a blaster is a broom handled Mauser with a bunch of other shit added onto it. Okay, right. The like three or four versions of that blaster, it was a real gun with other things glued glued onto it. Like okay. or and, and like I think the final one was uh, JB Weld. 
So it's permanent. It's not going to go away. Yeah. So those didn't go to shit because they didn't have the the budget to go, all right, let's just build it so it looks really, really good and then throw it away right. after we're done using it for today. It's some kind so of a lot of handle that with an armature in a, in a barrel. It's kind of already got a – you can hold on to yeah. it. And just the, kinda, yeah. All the lightsabers from the original Star Wars movies were, were parts bought at, um, at um, hardware stores. They kind of looked that way. And, well, and then uh, Luke's lightsaber is a – the old timey um, cameras with the big, big flash, like disposable flash. It's the arm from from the flash hmm. from the like you know you know the old timey yeah. cameras I'm talking about. It's yeah. one of those. Which those things were weren't worth a got anything, right? Back then, you just but you just pick them when up, it yeah. word word got out, like when people asked, well, so what was the lightsaber? It was a really cool piece. Was, yeah, it's just a chromed. Then they started thing. getting, and then now you can't find them anywhere for anything yeah. less than five thousand dollars because yeah. it because people build replica lightsabers out of them. Yeah, but anyway, that 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 stuff has always fascinated me. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, what else happened? We had the that last was, uh, Star Wars movie came out this year. It did. We saw it a handful of days ago. I enjoyed it. You had a couple problems with it, but you liked it. I have a couple issues with it, but right. I, I'm getting past it. Uh, the the only two issues I really have is what we talked about. Is that one. Uh, I'm sorry, folks, but TIE fighters and TIE bombers are not big enough. They're not uh, to have a hyperdrive. No matter what, I, I understand. You made a strong point. So this, this was in order. This was the last one. That this will be the last one. Been a in the version time, 2.0 TIE fighter. Yeah, but you still, there's not that much time in between. Look, I realize that we've gone. We've yeah, come what a long year is it supposed to be? It's not a year. It's a long time. I ago. know. It's a long time ago in a galaxy that's, far, it's a far different, away. A different place, a different time. Right. But what I'm... What it, so that's not what I meant. But, I meant but what year. the timeline of events is about 35 years, I think, from episode one to episode nine. I think it's about 35 years. Wow. Right? Okay. That in 35 years, if you go back 35 years ago, we haven't had that many advances in technology. Yeah, but they got they got ways to build shit better now and quicker. I I, I then, understand the fact. Not then at their place in that universe, maybe right. potentially, but they didn't explain that, and that irritated me a little bit. That I was like, what the fuck? And I happened to look over at Mike, and Mike was like, he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. He knew exactly what when I when they made that jump, that first jump to hyperspace, and now you saw these Tie Fighters go behind him. I'm like, oh no. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> Fuck this movie. I was I was I wasn't gonna walk out, but I guarantee you I wouldn't have been the only person to walk out if you I started hit. a stern email right then at the theater too. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to reach out to J.J. Abrams and be like, "Bitch, you have access to this ridiculous archive of data, and you miss that fucking detail? Are you kidding me?" They even mention in the original. Uh, 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 Star Wars: A New Hope. Not, so did you go on Reddit and start talking, talking, asking these oh, questions? Oh, I'm I'm by far not the only person, and there's sure. tons of people that come. Kevin Smith tweeted about it, okay. and he's like, in caps, Tie Fighters do not have ca- hyperspace capabilities. That is, they're short range fighters. Mm-hmm. They have to be tied to a star destroyer or a mega star destroyer. Any, it has like to be a spit tied fire. to something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How what's the range on a Spitfire? It's not much. They were designed only to stay over England, yes. and fight the the bombers as they right. came in, and then land right, land right back down, right. go up, fight a little bit, and come right and back come down. right back down. But they could do that multiple times in a sure. day. They did it a bunch of times, several right. times a day. Yeah. Okay, so that that's a Tie Fighter. Okay, now think about a uh, Mustang, long range of tanks. That's what it was designed for P fifty one Mustang, but still not as long, not that long a range, not not like a long range bomber. Well, they escorted the bombers into Germany. 
and then they yeah, came but then back. they turn then they have to turn around they would back turn like back seventy five percent early or something like that. Early, I don't know. Well, it yeah. depends. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, but they were something just, like that. I just remember that from Memphis Bell. They're sure. like, oh, there goes our fighter friends. Friend. Sorry, guys. And you then know. they fucking took off. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> yeah, and drinking your beer in an hour. Yeah, know. enjoy the fucking pint for us. We're not going to make it yeah, back. So, same same situation. And have we come that far? Not really, because we still have to do mid air refueling. For yes. fighters. Yes, we do. Okay. That was 75 years ago. So you see my point. Yep. That kind of bugs me because it's a huge detail, and it's not like something I had to read in a book or had to watch some adjuncted fucking animated TV show or something to find that out, that little detail out. It, they literally say it uh, in the first Star Wars movie. And, so you, know, it, you they, and they talk about it. That you, fucking you, made me mad. You and Chris Lake and commiserate now. Ah, whatever. I'm not going to talk to Chris about that because it'll just get heated. And uh, but the other thing is, I feel like they missed a few opportunities. And I ha I read I read on some good authority that the special edition has about an hour and fifteen minutes of uh, of stuff that wasn't in that was cut for the theatrical. How do you release. acquire that? You wait for it to come out on DVD. Okay. That'll, that they'll they'll re release it probably April or May. And then you, at a theater, you're saying you'll no, no, you'll, you'll just buy it. video. Yeah, I won't buy it. No, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not buy saying it. you. I'm just saying, but people can that's buy how, it. That's that's how it. You know, you'll have a gotcha. special edition. Okay. Uh, All right. What happened in 2000? What else happened? Uh, I'm trying to get anything local for us that was really big, other than just continuing on. Hopefully, mm -hmm. uh, Kingman or uh, Mojave County's first uh, Pride Festival. That was yeah. Yep, yep. That was that in was a that June. was a huge. That was back in June, June eighth, my father's birthday. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it was a it was a, a kind of a big deal for for some of us. Yeah. Um, actually, it was it was a big deal for a lot of people. Um, it was. You know, twenty twenty five hundred, twenty two hundred people, something like that, showed up when we planned for eight hundred to a thousand. Had very like one incident, and it was just a drunken asshole who was who walked across the street. Oh, from that was his house. Oh, I was. Drunk. You weren't. No, you weren't. You weren't an asshole. You were just drunk. Right. I just. I brought my chair and set it down next to the stage. Said, "Yep, this is where I'm at." It, as and as David's for the next eight hours, <laughs> just sat there. <laughs> to quote David Snelling, "I could not be more proud of my town yep. and my county than than that day," which that 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 perfectly summed it up. Is like you know this is the. We always say, well, well Arizona is a pretty red state. Well, if Arizona is a red state, this is a maroon county. It is. And you it's had a lot of keyboard warriors red. that said that they're going to protest, they're going to show up, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, and fucking not a goddamn one of them showed up. Nope. Which is great, and I'm super happy about that, and everybody had a great time. I was kind of waiting for it. <clears throat> not, I didn't want it. I was just kind of- Paul gonna, was looking for I'm Mortal Kombat. Kind of looking around going, all right, who, when, just, how and when, who's going to- oh. I got very little sleep the night before just because I, I was worried. I'm like- it's not outside the realm of possibility for your town to be on CNN for a very bad thing. Yep. You know, and I did not want to, I just, it, it, it made me physically ill for the few days leading up to it. I was very nervous. And then I didn't get a, a wink of sleep the night before. There were people that I know that went there with their kids and they thought about not going because they were afraid. They were afraid, but they went and they, and they said they had to have, they said it was the worst thing they ever did. Before they went there, and when they got there, they came up with a plan. An escape plan. If this happens, what are we going to do? Right. Here's what we're going to do. And they go, what are you talking about? These are little kids that yeah. they're having to talk to in case, and they have no idea the concept of that. Yeah. What, what could, just in case this happens, here's what we're going to do. You know? And, and, they, and they made them very, very sad to even think about this. Which is a fucking shame. But yeah. yep. turns out 
wasn't necessary. Yep. And I'm and I'm really glad about that. Uh-huh. That was that was a big win, I think, for Kingman and for Mojave County. Yep. As a whole, uh, and, and I was very just so grateful and blessed to be a part of it. Of course, you have the keyboard warriors. Even after it was over, like yeah, the city sponsored this, and I'm thinking, I it's so if the amazing. City sponsored this, all, like fucking. I when then we did a lot of fundraising for no goddamn reason. All you have to do is get a little bit involved in the local politics to really understand how things kind of work. And it's right, like, this is the stupidest thing you could ever hear. Yeah, the city sponsored it. No, the city made a little bit of money from renting the space out. Yeah. That anybody could rent out for a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so stupid. Sponsored. A bunch of ignorant assholes. That, that's what Sponsor. they did. Eat a dick. It wasn't, that, it wasn't sponsored. Right. Uh, let's see. But private funds. It was sponsored by private funds. It was sponsored and by. Fundraising uh, and fundraising. And making money there you know, by yeah. selling stuff. God. That was, the, that was the most stressful part of the day was when Courtney would come to me and be like, can you take this to your house, please? Because... I didn't bring a safe, and I didn't think we were going to have this much money. So I think at one point in time, I think I had like eight or $9,000 in cash just sitting in my house because my house is, you know, it's obviously I live close to the venue. So I'm just, all I could think of was like, fuck, where am I going to stash this? And since you were there and I was there for, you were there a lot longer than I was, but I was there for a long period of time. Not that much longer. You got there maybe an hour or two after I got there, and okay. I were fucking, yeah, it was, anyway. So I'm just, I'm just wondering, you know, how gay do you feel now and i wonder how gay i am now i mean i don't think i'm any gayer than i was before i would say you're about the same amount of gayness yeah like i'm still only like maybe one and a half to two out of ten on the gay scale like around there yeah like i've never even touched someone else's wiener and you have i think like i I might have actually no i helped (laughs) i helped move this guy's massive his patient his massive dick like off of his leg does that count i don't think so but it was that it was like a it was like one of those it was yeah it was like a it had heft it had like it was like a baby's arm it was it 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 was God. it was big. It was thick. God. It was, yeah. But uh, he had had a, a some uh, what do you call that? Uh, like a cardiac cath. So they go in your femoral artery. So he had a little oh, site there, right next to. And you he had to, yeah, right next to the screen. So he had to like move his dick out of the way mm-hmm. to like make sure that the site wasn't let. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, was he with a, a, was I, he conscious when you did all no, this? No, no, fuck no. He was out. Okay. He was knocked out. So okay. I was just like. You're like, whoa, look at that. Whoa, look at the fucking hog on this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, that thing's looking at me. (laughs) And you felt very diminutive after that, right? You walked out with your head down. Yeah, I walked out and I was like, God damn, that guy's got a mag light between his legs and I got a mini mag light. This is not fucking cool. No wonder I don't have a girlfriend. (laughs) Fuck, I need a mag light cock like that guy did. So did that happen in 219? Is that that 219? No, No, actually, I think it did. Yeah, that was way earlier this year. But yeah, that did. I saw that. The... That's like the second biggest dick I've ever seen. In person? In person. No. Yeah, in person. Was, okay. Yeah. No, there's this one old dude that has this giant dick and this little tiny wife. And I was like, I don't know where she put it. <laughs> it's fucked up. It was fucked up. It was, it, it, it was just fucked up because I'm like, oh, wow. All right. So 2019 also in February last year, we had this massive snowstorm. That was happened. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Kingman, Arizona broke two records this year. Yeah. Uh, one could call them circumstantial evidence of, or and maybe even strong circumstantial evidence for climate change, because mm-hmm. we broke a snowfall record, mm-hmm. like uh, fifteen inches or something. Yeah. No shit. Speaking of big, in February, I think something. The, the final count I think was fourteen inches. It was fourteen inches in eighteen hours. Yeah. Which is it fucking. Was a, it was amazing. <laughs> it was really, truly was. That's the word amazing. I w- Here's what I would like to happen in 2020. Is that the word amazing just gets dialed down a notch? 
I don't care about the word amazing. I, I you've now given me this complex okay. about uh, the word awesome. Okay, which is what I would how I would describe the Grand Canyon. Yes, um, it conveys the feeling after you've whatever l- awe. It leaves you with a sense of some awe. some awe. Right, like a sandwich can't really be awesome. It can taste really good. I've I've had nope. I've had one sandwich that I would describe as awesome. Really. A sense of awe comes over you from the sandwich. But, but. Yeah. It was at Gordon Ramsay's, like, hamburger joint. Right. And the bread had bits of black truffle in it. That's the base for the sandwich. You think Incredible might be better than Awesome? Okay, maybe Incredible. <laughs> you weren't there, though. You I didn't eat it. I don't know. But but still, yeah. Uh, I The snowstorm that we had in February 2019 was awesome. It was. And, and it, it was mind-boggling how much fucking snow and how quickly and because... It, and it was melting. It was like floods everywhere because yeah. it was like just melting ass loads of water. It was so insane. It, it was insane. Just people people that from not, not that are not from this area, we got a Cleveland amount of snow in Arizona yeah. and not Flagstaff. Yeah. Like even Flagstaff, they, they've had... Oh, I think our swath was... Bit, that storm was bigger than there. I think our little area here... Right off of Mojave County, got nailed. The combination of the cold air and the moisture just funneled right it through here. It just funneled right through here, and it, and it made an incredible dent. Well, it's also the you know I something that ADOT put on their uh, website or their Facebook page maybe a week or so after that that we broke another weird record is that that's the longest the longest stretch of I-40 that's ever been shut down since the existence of Interstate Was that 40. from that storm? Yeah, it was shut down from the New Mexico state line to Griffith Road, wow. which is like... 370 miles or something like that, which is 340 miles, something like that. It was completely shut down. Were you working during that time period at all? So I went to work the night before it started. Okay. So I started at 7 p.m. knowing full well that it was coming. It it was supposed to start around midnight. Mm -hmm. And I took a break around 2 a.m. and went outside like I usually do. I just go for a walk and Mm -hmm. go outside. And it was cold. Um, You know, kind of wakes you up a little bit better than a cup of coffee. And so I walk outside, it was cold, and I could feel like the moisture in the air, like it, like you can feel, I don't know if you've ever done this, like it's just something I'm used to, for, not used to, but my body remembers it from growing up in Ohio, is when it's really, really moist, uh, but frozen air, and you know like shit, the conditions are right for it to, to snow. Yeah, when, when you, I'm naked. When you, no. When oh. You, oh. You don't have to be naked. You don't, you don't always have to be naked, Paul. Oh, okay, all right. You no, know, when you breathe in. <laughs> yes. And all that moisture in the air starts to melt and it actually kind of gives you almost like a brain freeze like uh, up okay. in your sinuses like you ate a bunch of ice cream too fast sure i did that and i'm like oh it's gonna get fucking nasty it's not yet though because i was at like 2 a.m and it was supposed to hit at like midnight or one i can't remember when it actually four, started snowing Do you remember 4 4 15 is 4 15 a.m i went out on my on my break and it started snowing and you could just barely see black asphalt through the snow yeah when i got off that was at 4 15 when i got off work at seven it was like seven oh five. I went out to start my truck. There was at least six inches of snow on the ground. Yeah. So from four fifteen to say seven, and then it kept 7:15, going, and then kept it just going. kept going. Yeah. And I barely fucking made it home. Yeah. I made it. I can't. I still can't believe that I made it as far as I did through Kingman, through past all these people that had driven off the side of the road. 
Now, were you working the next day? No, fucking thank so God. So that was good. Even so if it was I would have been, if you were off, it was it was awesome. If you, I can't remember what day of the week that was when it started. Do you remember? It was what? a Tuesday morning. Okay, obviously no one came or a to, Wednesday morning. No one came to work here. It was great. I loved it. God, it was so fucking everything from here. You look at from the you know the airport up Wapak, yep. just solid white. It was fantastic. It just it was really really. cool. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. It was one of the coolest things ever to ever to happen here. Then. Not even was it four months later, four and a half months later, we set another record for heat. Uh, oh, we did. It hit a, yep, hit one hundred and eighteen. That was the absolute hottest it's ever been in Kingman. Here, yep. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I have to put those two metrics together. I those wonder if two. I was here. Did I miss that or something? I think I was here. I think you were here, unless you were in Georgia or South I'd, I'd South Carolina. It's uh, it, it. That, that, the, the snow thing blew my mind for several reasons. One, I'm so glad I didn't have to work. But they had, a, they had people that couldn't leave work, like couldn't leave the hospital, that worked overnight like I did, mm-hmm. that just they, they couldn't get home. They weren't fortunate enough to like live in town. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, there's one lady that, uh, that just left early because she lives up in the Wallapies, and she's like, I have to get out of here. Otherwise, I have nowhere to sleep. And they're like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, I don't fucking know. I need to leave. You guys need to figure it out. And, you know, my uh, boss, uh, her husband, her and her husband are from South Dakota. So they're used to this shit. And uh, I've only lived out here like four or five years. When I got out to my truck and started up and I, I, pull, I brought a push broom with me, which was smart, mm-hmm. to brush off, you know, to sweep off my truck. And I got it running. He pulls up. He's like, hey, fellas, you... uh." Gonna need a ride home, or you got four wheel drive in that Ranger? And I'm like, I don't have four wheel drive, and no, I don't need a ride home. And he's like, oh, I seem pretty confident. And I'm like, what, dude, what are you out doing? He's like, yeah, I'm pulling people out, getting a good chuckle, because I forgot he's a teacher, <laughs> so he didn't have work that day, right? right. So he and he was uh, he's up with the sun anyway, and he's he had to bring, driving around. Well, and he had to bring his wife to work, right? And she's got all these people that. What, what kind of vehicle does he have? It was a Jeep Cherokee. Oh, okay. And yeah, you know, like like late nineties, it looked like a yeah, like a grand, late nineties Grand Cherokee, like one of those square, very boxy, squarish. Things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he had toe strap and rope and chains and whatnot. And I'm like, man, oh, fucking. And he was getting his jollies off of it because he grew up in that shit, right? And seeing Kingman, Arizona, just shut the hell down. Yep, was funny as hell. And he's like, oh, you got my number if you need to, you know, bail out. I'm like, I I, I appreciate that. Uh. That shit was cool. And to see a bunch of people come, kind of come out of the woodwork and help each other, which w- I thought that was really cool. Just people that didn't even know each other. I drove out here and made a big old snow angel laugh the, right on the end of the runway. <laughs> which Are you great. shitting me? I didn't know that. You really? No, I, I didn't know that. I, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I, I, I could look this up last February. I, know I, I've, I must have saved those images. But Katie came yeah. here with, I don't know if it was Devin or, no, it was, no, it was uh, Lisa Roish. <laughs> Roosh. It's just Roosh. Sorry, Roosh. Sorry, Lisa. Roosh. It's not Roish. I don't know why. It's U-E, not T- E-U. Tigan, Tegan, Roish, Roish. Gaines, Gaines. 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 Pablo Gaines. Paul. Paul Gaines. Paul Gaines. Anyway, so we drove down. We had uh, Charlie's truck, and we drove on the far end. I said, let's go way down there. I said, it's going to be perfect. We can look down the whole runway. It's going to be solid white. be great. So I walked out there real carefully and did a snow angel. 
And uh, and then Katie took a little video clip, I think, and took a picture of my snow angel off the end of the main runway. That is one of the coolest things ever. I, I'm, cool. I don't know how I missed that. I don't remember hearing about that. I'll have to find the picture yeah. during the break. But then also, of course, the you know it was just every, the snow was all the place. So the cool World War II tower and the Eternal Building and the cafe, I got some really cool pictures of all that snow over everything, which really should be uh, what we ought to really do is blow a picture up. And then put the date on it, or something like that, and hang yeah. it, hang up an eternal building because people yeah. won't believe it. The Great Snow Apocalypse of 2019, yeah, which it kind of was. It it really kind of was because this this town was shut down. It's for neat how it sounds too because all the snow absorbs all the, you know, the sound deadening. You know how it sounds. It's something they, every time. Every time I've I, I I'm reminded of it. I forget. I just for whatever reason it just doesn't happen often yeah. enough anymore. That it you know snow absorbs so much sound that everything just, just sounds different. It's weird. Yeah. It's strange. I like it. I think it's peaceful. So, do you think we're going to have another uh, snow event this I, year? I, I think. I think conditions we are. are favorable. Yeah, I think I've seen enough weather coming in and out. You know, that we're going to, it's going to line up. Where I think at some point. Yeah. Next month or two. Well, let's take a break and get another cocktail. And we'll do more. And quit talking about we'll snow. Talk, now we're going to talk about the future.
Welcome back. We are 20 years past the year 2000. <laughs> and we don't have, Officially. And we don't have any of that shit. No, none of that. None of <laughs> so, it. I'm very disappointed. What was funny is when they had David Duchovny on there, who was part of the running joke of the, the year 2000. Yeah. Like Conan. 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 <laughs> so glad I had this one beer. Wow. Uh, Conan O'Brien's sketch was uh, in the year 2000, but he, <laughs> they had David Duchovny on there in like 2008. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still did year predictions for the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> which which made it even funnier. And I love David Duchovny. Who doesn't like David Duchovny? He he really is like sex addict and everything. Like he I is. just take it. Yeah. I take him all. Take take the whole thing in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. all the way to the hilt. Did you ever watch? Uh, shit, I lost the name of this, the show. It takes place in L.A. He played a writer. Californication. Californication. I did. What a great show. It was good. I mean, yeah. just a perfect fucking show. Yep. Great. He had this weirdly awesome, excuse me, weirdly great. Thank you. Uh, sh- uh, relationship with his daughter. Yes. And that weird relationship with his ex-wife. And then like that that first season when he accidentally fucking slept, not accidentally, but he slept with that one chick and didn't realize that she accidentally. Was like, she was like 16. <laughs> that sounds but she, like but that she, sounds like L.A. and Dave Duchovny. It really does. I think yeah. it's I, I, and that's the thing he said that after because uh, it was like they delayed an entire season like halfway through that. That show, he went to rehab for sex addiction, which I'm like, really? <laughs> Every boy from art the age imitates, of 14 to like right. 18, you know, is like, yeah, and exactly, art imitated life and vice versa. What uh, what year did the X-Files come out? 93. The 90s. Mm-hmm. Great decade. We talked about that because it was on the CNN, whatever it was, the mm-hmm. 90s movies. Yeah, the 90s. Ni- yeah. It was just fucking amazing, the amount of fantastic movies particularly like you said 1994 well, I think you you brought up uh, Mr. I don't want to talk about the past sorry we're supposed to talk about the future but now, like but we will in a second yeah this has to be discussed because you brought up man, so many good movies in the 90s that I'm like yeah specifically 1994 and you're like yeah but the whole 90s I'm like no shut up listen to this and then I just did uh, da, 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 and just rattled off so many goddamn movies yep. that were just that were all 1994. It was funny. You're like, oh, those are all the 90s. And then you said Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List. I'm like, trash, garbage, no good. <laughs> no, the air up there. <laughs> the air up there is a great movie. Kevin Bacon, Manu Bowl, I think, is who was in there. Maybe <laughs> Blank Man, Beverly Hills Cop, Angels in the Outfield. And then The Topper, best movie to ever come out in the 90s. City Slickers 2, Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> I just I was reading this. Joe was texting me. I'm just going, I'm not even going to answer to that. <laughs> I'm just not. Watching 90s movies program on CNN. That was a monster decade for top-notch films. I'm like, 1994 especially. Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, Forrest Gump, Lion King, The Crow, Natural Born Killers, Dumb and Dumber, True Lies, Speed, Ace Ventura. That's all 1994. It's Only ins- 1994. It's fucking That's insane. Crazy to me. Right. And then you said Tombstone. I'm like, yeah, that was 93. Don't. Don't. I know, but that was close. I'm saying that's casino. one of the most quotable. Yeah, Casino. Yeah. Just on and on. A lot of the Pixar shit was coming out, just getting rolling then, I believe. Yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, 95, I think, is when yeah. uh, Toy Story came out. So it was, it was freaking crazy. Which was watching Toy Story I saw in the theater was kind of at, at like 14 years old. Just was like, just blew my mind. I think it, I think I walked out of the theater just like, Ooh, that's what cartoons are going to look like. Did you ever see the? Um, I think on Netflix had a uh, special on the history of Pixar or the development of Pixar or whatever. Probably, I, I know I, I've watched one I, at one. I point. I think it's uh, on. It's it's worth watching. It's amazing how 
how this shit kind of lined up and who got involved with it and they got fired from Disney yeah. because of whatever. And then they said, well, fuck it, I'm just going to do it myself. And yep. they started working on it. And then, no, but no one else was doing it. They just happened to be doing this and they felt passionate about it. And then eventually, of course, Steve Jobs came in and he vets a lot of money and, well, and then and away at, they go. At that point, it was taking, God, for like one minute of video, the video rendering took like fucking a week and a half with the processing power right. that they had right. with a bank of like 40 computers, right. which is insane to me. But also I kind of understand a little bit about like, mm, I didn't really get into computer like hardware stuff until like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, big thanks to Josh Gagne, the prick. He gave me gave me my first computer and he said, you have to figure out what I did wrong on the inside. He put it together and wired it completely wrong. Like, it wouldn't even fucking turn on. It wouldn't boot up, wouldn't do anything. So I had to go, and that's how I had to figure out how you learn how to do it. Yeah. That's exactly how you learn. I had to unfuck what Josh Gagno did, which is, if you know the man, it is fucking insane how much he could fuck something up. But it did <laughs> teach me a lot about hardware, very very much a baptism by fire crash course in hardware. That was but, a- but knowing that that was the thing back in the day with Pixar is that nobody would do... Uh, n- they knew that computer-generated... Uh, animation was going to be right. the, the big thing. But they didn't know how, exactly how it was going to happen. Well, they saw like the, the first one of the first computer generated video clips that anybody ever saw in like the mainstream audiences was uh, the Dire Straits video. Yes. The uh, uh, Money for Nothing. Money for Nothing. Yeah. Right. So, and that, you know how long that took? It like, took fucking forever. It took like a team of 15 or 20 animators like six months to do yep. a three and a half minute clip. That looked like it didn't look like shit. It was amazing for the time, like eighty five or right. whatever. But like, imagine just a few short, like eight years later, is when. Or no, excuse me, uh, ten years later is when Toy Story came out. And I think their their first presentation, their first theatrical, not theatrical because it wasn't in theater. I don't know it was like a. Dem- it was a short. It was, it was demo a demo short. short. Was it that was, was that insert lamp? Yep. And it lasted just like a minute or two, a couple minutes yep. or something. It was and like everybody a, freaked the fuck out. It was the lamp. It was the lamp, and then it had like a <clears throat> there was a, a fish swimming around in a fishbowl yeah. and the, these toys, and it looked just like. And that's why the lamp like, is the Pixar logo. Now. Exactly because yeah. the lamp was in there, and and that's. And you're right. I think it was only like a, maybe a minute it wasn't, and a half long. But they showed it to a bunch of big high powered geeks somewhere, yeah, or money people, and I don't know where else. But everybody that saw it just went. Holy they crap. They crapped dollar signs. They're like, just yeah. take our money, figure this out. Yep. And now look where we're at. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Although I, I still am kind of a sucker for old hand-drawn animation stuff. Like there is some that's still out there. Right. Like you're talking about like Sleeping Beauty and uh, and like early, early shit you're talking about? Mm, or Snow White? Yeah, whether? kind of to a certain extent. Uh, I think Snow White and Sleeping Beauty look like shit. But like right. the, uh, no, I'm talking about actual stuff still to, that's still being made to this day that's a oh. uh, hand cell. Oh, different. Yeah, I, hand, I hand, or hand-painted cells. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Japanese anime that still don't I, like that. Do we talk about this on the podcast? My father lived in Santa Monica, California, and he delivered newspapers. And in a couple, few blocks over from where they lived, you know, a lot of people were involved in the in the in the entertainment industry. Of course. And he tells me stories of this guy. He goes, "God, I just had you have no idea. He's a 12 years old delivering papers, but this guy had." trash cans full of old cells from Disney. Wow. Original hand, that's what he would do all day and and just didn't make the cut, but they were all just thrown away. Hundreds, if not thousands of them, All he saw them all the time. Wow. Didn't th- no one thought anything no of it. No one thought to keep them. It was Southern they California. Were, they were, yeah, they were always yeah. making cartoons. What the Land fuck? Land of milk and honey. But he remembers yeah. old Mickey Mouse stuff. Oh my God. If he just had a box of those things, 
We wouldn't be sitting here right now talking. We'd be somewhere else doing our podcast. If you're dead, <laughs> right, yeah, right. We would be on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about how yeah. we got rich. Oh my god! But yeah, they were all hand painted cells for each. That's how what they were. People, they were like individual frames of of the of the movies of the cartoons, hand drawn, each one hand colored. Each yeah, colored. Yeah, it's I'm colored. sorry. It's twenty twenty nineteen, almost twenty twenty. Okay, so something I wanted to bring up. Yeah. 2020. Can we move? Are we moving forward now? Yes. Finally? Thank God. 2020 is shaping up to look like a very, very great year for movies. Okay. Okay. Let's just rattle some of these off. That, that, that are in, that are in, in the queue. In production, going to be released. Okay. In fact, there's one coming out next week, uh, actually Friday, that I Do I need to get another drink? I know you've got a I beer. I kind of want to see. Ah, nah, no, I, I mean, it's good. up to you. Okay, no. The Grudge. Oh. Did you ever see The Grudge? Yeah. Original Grudge? Yes. Okay. So got Based on a Japanese movie. Somebody has remade it again, and that's coming out January 3rd. When did the first one come out? God, like 2002, maybe? Okay, so here's what's funny. That shit was fucking terrifying. I have a sidebar story about Grudge. There was a, a good, good friend of mine back in Atlanta, uh, Andrew... I've talked about him before. It helped me out with some things years ago. But anyway, we thought this is like in the what would this have been? Probably early '90s. We thought, you know, we ought to make because this is like just post pet rock or out of the '80s and that kind of all that bullshit stuff and these little get and then like the Cabbage Patch Kids. We thought we need to make something that's just going to explode one year and we're going to cash out. Right. So we thought we could make a little thing like a cute but ugly thing called a grudge, and you could buy this for you could hold a grudge grudge, grudge against you. And that kind of stuff. Oh, we, God. We, <laughs> You're talking about a toy based off of a pun? Yes. You know what? Fuck <laughs> you. Okay? It's funny. No, it's not <laughs> funny. Pun, puns are the lowest form of humor. Oh. Jesus, you pumpkin-headed be freak. Gr- but a grudge. It'd be I, a cute little grudge. Oh, I'm holding my grudge against you. Shut the fuck up. This was Shut the early up. 90s. It could have sold. It's one, all you need is one year. One banner year. One banner year and everything would have been. I'm so glad you didn't because, like, you're glad you're quote unquote middle class and hanging out with me. <laughs> Fucking grudge. Get the fuck out of here. Fine. So the grudge. Should we move on? Nothing yes. Really? Okay. Bad Boys. Oh. The third Bad Boys movie I've been waiting 20 years for. Who's it's called Bad Boys for Life, man? Will Smith, Martin Lawrence. Are you fucking kidding me? Are the same, uh, same producer? Yes, everybody. Yes, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Uh, uh, there's a Doctor Doolittle movie coming out, but it's supposed to be gritty. <laughs> Good, like Robert Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Great. It's kind of like though you think about it when Batman movies, you know, because Batman was kind of kitschy. Uh, whatever it was with the actual series, but then it got dark. That's when it got good. Of course, absolutely with the Killing Joke and all that. No, yeah. I get it. I I, I yeah. get it. I get it. So that's what Doctor Doolittle is going to be. It's gonna Gritty be- Doctor Doolittle. Really, <laughs> really. Why don't we just have like Jungle Book, but in the hood? Yeah, like, Jungle Book. See, you where you stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what else? Uh, we do have a Birds of Prey movie coming out, which is uh, that's the excuse me, the Harley Quinn. Okay. You know who that is? You remember Suicide Squad? Did you yes. ever see that one? Okay, yeah. so Harley yeah. Quinn is the hot, the hot one. So mm-hmm. Harley Quinn is a relatively new character to the whole Batman franchise. Like, she's mm-hmm. only, like, as a character, I think she's only been around about 15, 16 years. But she's, uh, she's she started off as a psychologist that was interviewing the Joker in Arkham Asylum. And she ended up falling in love with him. And she got, and went, she got she turned went on. She completely fucking yeah. crazy. But she's also kind of a badass. 
So I love the title of this movie, which is fucking awesome. It's just Birds of Prey, in parentheses. Uh, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> it's going to be fucking great. I guarantee you it's going to be great. Okay. Uh, one that I'm looking forward to just because I want to see it crash and fucking burn is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, God. Because I grew up playing Sonic the Hedgehog, man. Like, we were a Sega family. So I just... But, but here's the thing about Sonic. They released a trailer earlier this year. This movie, that movie, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, was supposed to come out this year. Mm-hmm. Earlier this year, they released a teaser, and people were pissed when they saw the way his eyes looked. It was just weird. He had a certain look in the video games, and then the, like there was a Saturday morning cartoon and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. People were pissed about it. Okay. And there was all this outrage on the internet, so they went back and reanimated parts of this movie. To, they did, to please because the they didn't people. like the way he looked. Yeah, so wow. they, like, to please the people because people were like, fuck you, we're going to boycott it. And you, they did a, a change.org petition. Wow. <laughs> and like 20 million people signed oh it my God. Said, we're not going to go and see it unless you change this shit. And they're like, okay, the people have spoken. <laughs> uh, there's a Fantasy Island movie coming out. That could be, if they do it right, that could be really fucking oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although, like, they don't have a little person in the cast that I can see. I don't know. What, what has it? Who is my, to, to, K is, K whatever, Moy Macho, Ricardo Montalban. K is Moy Macho. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> or. Rich Corinthian leather. Yeah, what, how does Her, that go? And Hervé. V- v- no, you know, this SNL skit. Yeah, no. Who, who is most? Day, who day is, is most macho? macho? Yes, and that was a quiz show. I am. You know, you're familiar Ricardo, with this? No, I've yeah. I've seen it. I am familiar. It was Ricardo Montalban, or I can't remember who it was. They're trying to say who is more macho, Ricardo Montalban, or que es muy macho, right? Um, Mulan. Okay, I don't like these live action Disney remakes. I think they piss me. They, they they they. I think my biggest problem I have with them is that they're a cash grab. Well, that's all this is. Yes. It's not just a cash grab. I mean, it is at its core of cash grab, but also mm-hmm. a lot of these stories are out of, are about to go out of copyright. So if Disney remakes them, then they get to hold on to the copyrights a little longer. Mm-hmm. That's why they're redoing, remaking The Little Mermaid. They gotcha. do that, like all that. So Mulan. So again, it's all about money. Which yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm, Katie's going to shit on me for this, Devin. Probably a bunch of women. Well, I don't really care. I, I think Mulan is one of the weakest uh, uh, Disney movies of all time. I, I understand. I never saw it. It's a, you know, powerful female and all that stuff, and I'm fucking 100% for that. Fucking arm the pink ladies. I'm all about it. But mm-hmm. I think Mulan was a shit story okay. to begin with. Uh, I am really excited about uh, the new Bond, Bond 25, which they haven't announced a name for yet. There's they, a teaser trailer do out do there. Do they have the, who's the, the lead? Daniel Craig? Oh, no, they do have uh, No Time to Die is what it's called. I forgot. Yeah, that's April. And it is Daniel Craig. Okay. Yeah. Right. But this is the last one. Oh. He, he's already said, this is the last one. I'm not going to do this. For him. For him. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he, yeah he's just done. He's old. Yeah. He's he's too old to be doing that. Not like, going to bring Sean Connery back, fucking, are they? I hope not. He's only like fucking 800 years old. Yeah. Well, I mean, poor Sean Connery. Poor Sean Connery. Nobody should say poor Sean Connery. But I do kind of feel bad for him that like the last movie that he did was a legal... Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was a tragic flop. I never saw it, yeah. Oh, but it was such a good idea, but yeah. it was so poorly executed that those fictional characters set in a real world, uh, the real world, mm-hmm. I love, like where you have uh, Tom Sawyer and Captain Nemo and uh, Dorian Gray and all these, like, 
all these really cool fucking people from uh, Alan Quartermain. He played Alan Quartermain. Have okay. you ever read any of those nope. stories? No? Nope. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right, fine. Okay, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, there's a Black Widow movie coming out. That's nice. uh, Scarlett Johansson, you know, this Black Widow. That's going to yeah, be that's going to be badass because it's going to go back to her being an assassin. That's how she got her start. Mm-hmm. Um, the Another one is the... <laughs> I, I still can't believe. Uh, they're redoing... This is crazy. They're not redoing. They're finally making a movie out of David Copperfield. A good movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. like Charles Dickens. Like hmm. David Copperfield, not the guy who made the Statue of Liberty disappear. Right, right. Fuck that guy. Uh, what else? Oh no, I didn't even know this was a thing. Legally Blonde three. Oh God, I didn't even see the first two. Probably not going to see the third one. Fast and the Furious nine. Oh yeah, uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. So it's Wonder Woman that takes place in 1984. It's all full on period. My stepmother used to call her Wonder Knockers. Yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) You know what, though? I like the fact that they went with, uh, what's her face? Gal Gadot. Okay. Gal Gadot's not got giant knockers. Who was it? Yes. No. She's she's a tremendous actress. She's beautiful. Correct. She's a tremendous actress. Yes. She shouldn't have to-, to have giant knockers. Totally agree. Because well, that was in the eighties, you know, or 70s. late seventies. What, yeah. uh, what was what was her name? The Wonder Woman. I can't remember her name. Really? I never really got into the her. amount of seed that you've spilled to that woman. I, you can't I didn't remember really her name. whack off to her. I really? just didn't. I just didn't. All right. Fine. No, I'm just. She's saying. a brunette. You're a blonde. I, guy. I know. No. no, I'm a brunette guy. I know. You know. So I don't believe you, but. <laughs> But the big one, the one I'm most looking forward to, this June 26th. Please be serious. Is Top Gun Maverick. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Yeah, it's coming out. Oh my god. So good. It's going to be so good. I already know it's going to be so good because Tom Cruise would not sign on for it. I think there's a volleyball scene bad. in it again. There too. is a volleyball scene. The, the little <laughs> trailer showed like a little snippet of shirtless dudes, and I was like, "This is going to be great. It's going to be fucking awesome." Uh, and actually, you know what? I there's too many movies I'm looking forward to. I have a prediction. Go ahead. No, Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, I remember Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is a essentially Ghostbusters three. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with like it's gonna have like Bill Murray and and those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as many of them that can return. Uh, let's see. There's a new Christopher Nolan movie coming out called Tenet, which we don't nobody knows anything about. Or what it's about at all? No one, yeah. Tenet. Okay. Yes, Tenet. T-E-N-E-T. No, and, and nobody ever knows what his movies are about until they come out. But it's usually fantastic. It's, it, he is the only one to have... He is the only director in the history of film to have every single one of his movies on the IMDb Top 100. He doesn't screw around. He doesn't. Yeah. And he doesn't because he doesn't put out shit-ass movies. He I just love doesn't. His, I love his intensity. I love. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you and Christopher Nolan could like either fist fight or become best friends or both. I can't wait. Maybe have a problem with his jet, and you'll have to come here and get it worked on. Now n- the nostalgia. F- oh man, can you imagine? That would be that be that be, be kind of rough for me. Now I I'll admit I'd be would I would you? have a harder time interviewing Christopher Nolan than I would Elon Musk. Really? Because he and I could talk about projects and stuff. He'd be like, "Yeah, man, we." Elon <laughs> Musk. You and Elon Musk could talk about uh, like if you if he just handed you like a random non disclosure agreement, he would talk to you about all the weird shit that he's got rattling around in his brain, and you would just be like, you would walk away with like brain matter. I would have. Out. I would have. What, what's the? Uh, it would just be like. Urgh. Like I would. I'd have to go to the hospital. Like, what happened to Paul? I think he just talked like, to Elon Musk. He talked to Elon Musk for like ten minutes, all right. and now he's got brain matter leaking out of his goddamn nose. That's right. 
another big one that I'm really excited about is um, every at least as much, if not more, now that I think about it, than the Top Gun movie is uh, Bill and Ted face the music. <laughs> oh God! Don't you laugh about it, Bill it and should Ted? Be good. It should be Don't good. you be dismissive? I think there's going to be. I've been waiting thirty goddamn years for this. Okay. I think people are going to be. No, no. I think people are going to be the people making these movies that are going to be coming out in 2020. Yeah. Are gonna are gonna fucking bring it. I I, I, I think this is they're gonna say fuck it. We're gonna we're not gonna release it unless it's fucking awesome. It's not gonna be whatever bullshit. it is. Well, and that's the thing that Keanu Reeves said. He's he's like I'm very protective over every single role I've ever been in, from little two bit things all the way up to the big stuff. Right. And Bill and Ted is is a movie that I was a part of that a lot of people hold sacred and Keanu Reeves is one of those guys like he he just won't sign on for something unless he knows that it's going to be done correctly. Now we're talking about movies. I I've got to make a this, this is not a prediction. Okay. This is an observation that I think could be a prediction about another Scorsese film. So, you obviously have seen The Irishman. I have. More than once? Uh no, just the one time. Okay, so I've seen it twice, probably two and a half times. Okay. There's something I noticed in it that that was a a common a common thing or around a date or around a year that would happen a lot during that movie. So when they were, would cut to a scene and it would be a new character brought in and they'd be talking, you know, introducing, Oh, Hey, how's it going? Whatever. And then they would, they would, it would stop the film. You know, it would say, they give the character's name and it would say shot in the head and whatever. Yeah. Almost all these dates were like 1980 or 1981. Mm -hmm. Almost all of them. Yeah. They were right on that time period. Yeah. That I think is setting up for another movie because that's was a couple big one or two big years that would kind of put the coffin nail in the coffin of the of the mob of the, the mob of the, and the I, heyday of the mob. That I think is going to happen at some point. They're going to have. A, Do you think Scorsese is like his final a movie dealing with the mob? He's going to be dealing with the mob and the aftermath because there's still obviously corrupt money and that kind of corrupt. But, but it's but the mob does not exist like it did. Oh, it of course was, it does. No, it absolutely does. It's not just, like it's just, it did. Not like it did. It's, it's not guys in flashy suits anymore, but correct. like the the five families still exist. Correct. All that's like the Lucchese, like all right. those guys are still around. Right. Uh, they're just slipperier, and they have. I, mean, I assume they have different business models. Yeah, it's not right. It's it, not. You're right. It's not like it was. It's not. I, I'll give you that. It's not murders in Italian restaurants, and right. and throwing the weapon in the fucking Detroit River. At least not know? in this country. Correct. Right. So I think that's kind of setting that up for another big old Scorsese, which I love that. That's getting a lot of awards. You know, that movie is going to have, it's going to clean up, I think. But you, you can't know, get in, it, go ahead. If they're eligible. That's the question. Yeah, because right? they, because it was released on Netflix. It did have a theatrical yeah. release. A like few, that's a, a f handful yeah. of theaters, yeah. Yeah, and the the big studios are just really fighting that. It's a, it, it And I'm like, you know what? You guys need to stop being such fucking dicks about so it. So 2020 could could be a seminal year to figure this stuff out. That's correct. Of how they're going to get awards. Think of all the money that's involved behind Amazon or behind Netflix that they're be, you know they're they're making these series and all that are independent or movies that are independent. It's huge what's it going really on is. right now. Well, I mean the first one to really that the first one that really kind of shook Hollywood to its core, like the normal establishment was uh uh oh god, something by the sea. What was it uh, with Casey Affleck? Um Oh, uh uh, son of a bitch! I blo I mostly blocked that movie. Two if by brand. C. It's not two if by C. <laughs> she sells seashells. She 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 sheds by the she sea. She sells she sheds by the by sea. The sea. <laughs> oh damn it! What's that movie? Manchester by the Sea. Oh my god. 
So when that one, when that came out, that you know, and, the, and that was that nominated you, Prince for, of, you haven't seen Prince of Tides, have you? I have seen Pin, Prince of Tides, okay. but it was a long time ago. I saw a thing on that the other day. And I was, That's a good movie. The Manchester by the Sea won a handful of Academy Awards and was nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Casey Affleck won an Academy Award for it. And then people started bitching about the fact that he, he shouldn't have deserved it. Not because. so much because of his acting, but because it was an Amazon movie. It wasn't a theatrical release, which is kind of in the bylaws of it. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. Things change. They're going to have to figure this out because there's going to be some of the best performances by an actor in these other financed mechanisms. You right. know, these other, it's going to happen. Period. That's uh, that's like saying if I what if I went to Amazon, if I went straight to Jeff Bezos and I was like, hey, can I borrow like $20 million I want to make a movie? And then that movie does really well. Mm-hmm. Are you going to question it? That's an it's, an it's still an indie flick. Right. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway. Like, Scorsese, again, that's the current right now. He shopped, that, he shopped the Irishman around for, like, five years to studios. And yes. they're like, nah, we're not going to do it. Right. It's cost too much money. It's not going to be bet, 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 bet. Your heyday is over. And finally, they're like, well, fuck it. Let's talk to Netflix. They have more mm-hmm. money than God. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they did. And now it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh there's another one I forgot. Oh, I forgot about this. I out. thought it wasn't coming out until 2020. Wait, when, when's by the way? When's this? Is this dropping New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? This this show. New Year's this episode. Day. New Year's okay, Day. okay, coming out this year. Go ahead. This year, <laughs> Dune. Oh yeah, that's did right. Did you know that they're working on a? I did. Yes. Yeah, and it's Denis Villeneuve, the guy that did uh, the most recent. Uh, did the Arrival. Mm-hmm. And he did. Uh, I love Arrival. Uh, I it's such a great movie. Uh, we watched he, that here, didn't we? Yes, we did. Remember when Terry was pissed off? He couldn't see it. He's like, "Oh God damn it! I couldn't see that whole fucking movie." Why? Because he's so cause drunk. He, cause, yeah, because it's so dark, and he's so blind at oh, night, and that's he just right. couldn't see shit. That's right. He's like, yeah. "I didn't see anything." It was like listening to a goddamn radio show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, yeah, Denis Villeneuve did uh, Rival, and he did um, the most recent uh, Blade Runner. 2046 okay. or whatever the fuck it's called. Right. So Dune. Yeah, Dune. Dune is going to be a big one. Uh, and they've been working on that. I mean, pre-production started like 2015 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be... Ugh. It's going to be a great, great year for movies, I think. All right, let's talk now, about... Now, one and one thing, one yeah. other thing. Rage Against the Fucking Machine is getting back That's together. That's right, they are. Going on a tour small tour. Yeah. And, I'm, and I will 100% be there in Phoenix. I can't fucking wait. Speaking of that, I'm going to break me, my goddamn leg at that show. I, I think. need to try to, uh, speaking of tours and music and whatnot, I really I need to make a note to myself self, self? to contact um, Michelle Malone and see if she can play mm-hmm. for Pride this year. Do you think that would draw more people out? Because no one really knows her. But you no think one knows would, who the hell she is. But is, if we could push if it somehow. If we just say it's like the southern version of Melissa Etheridge, people would be like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, I don't know if that's the case or not. But she does more hard rock. Have you ever seen blues, Melissa hard Etheridge? Rock. I have. I, not you ever person. seen her live? No, not in person. Oh, no, yeah. She, no, she kills it. Okay. Plays slide guitar and everything. Yeah, okay. no, she's a she's okay. she's good. But it wouldn't matter anyway because I would just want – I would love to see – Michelle Malone here. She wouldn't. Re- she would not remember me at all. I There's guarantee no- you, she'll remember you. No, she won't. You don't think so? She won't. Nope. Nope. That's too bad. She was too. You just don't have up the impact years. on the lesbians like you thought you did. <laughs> no, it's because like, when you I don't remember me. When I saw her and hung out with her, which wasn't really hanging out with her, she was just really drunk all the time, and she's given given that up. So, well, yeah. So now she's sober, right? 
but like I can drop a couple names that I know that she knows very well back east, and she goes, "Oh, you're friends with," and that's and so but that's so how it works in the south, right? Exactly. I mean, really, like, right. so like it'll be fine. She'll All hang right. out. We'll have her on the on the show. So this year, do we want to talk about anything that we want to do? Yeah, personally? yeah. No, we're gonna have to hold ourselves accountable to this. We, we don't. Ha- I'm not gonna make any unrealistic, but I this is gonna be more. I'm going to work more for me. I'm continuing on the same path that I have been for several months. Right. Which is, which is working on is myself and uh, getting in, uh, working on my diet, which I've basically been off of essentially for the past week and a half. Are you honestly holidays. mentally prepared to go back on? you like, I've had enough of this nonsense. I'm going to go I'm back already, on I've already got my food, my meal prep done for the next like five days. Okay, good. I did it this afternoon. So you're like, I'm, I'm back on the wagon. I am because I don't feel as good as I was. Yeah. And that's my, that's how I get my positive kind of feedback. Yeah. So I, you know, and, uh, and I, I, um, God, what day was that? Uh, also the holidays, because I, this is one of those years where I kind of have to work certain holidays which means my schedule is completely fucked. Instead of working my, you know, nice little cushy few days in a row, it's like been broken up. It's and more it's of a really, schedule you can plan out. I can't and fucking do a goddamn thing because I'm like, like I working. It's it's you it, it I I can't get into a regular routine because I have no regular routine. Right. It's like shoehorning in a hike there, doing this here, doing this, and it's just like it's just it wasn't working. So things actually mellow out over the next six to eight weeks. Okay. So that'll get me back in the swing of things, which I'm prepared to do. But also, like, I want to do some more travel this year and not. Okay. So do you think this year, and don't just, you know, again, these are easy to make I- uh, ideas. I'm going to record this. It's going to go out there internationally. Okay. Do you think this year, because I my passport lapsed by a couple years. No. my year and a half. My Passport application gonna, is filled out. I just have to go to the post office. So you're office gonna my, do? You're gonna get your passport? No, I, this I year. literally filled it out two nights ago okay. on online, and it's it's been printed out. Gotcha. Like I, I got the modifiable PDF that I can type things in because my handwriting is dog shit. By the way, that's good too because if you don't have a, a passport or the new modified, this is a little the public service ID. announcement. Yeah. The real light coming up this year by when October I think of this yeah, year. Yeah, I think you're right. You cannot travel on a jet plane. Right. You can't. You can't travel even in the United States. Right. Without it. Um, you got to spend the few bucks. I think you have to go get a new picture. I think. I think you have to go in and get. I. Th- I don't think you can use your old. I. I don't think. Here's what I plan on doing. I'm not right. going to do that because okay. I'm not going to go to the fucking MVD. You're going to. It's a pain in the you're ass. You're going to do your. I'm going to get a passport. And that's what you're going to. And then if I get pulled over in Arizona or anywhere else, I'll just show them my state issued ID, and they have to take it. Right. Um. But if I'm going to be traveling, I might not use even, your passport. I, I'll just yeah. use my passport. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's dumb not to. Yeah. Uh, it's what you saw all the time when I I did spend time in Europe, lived there for a little bit, and just everybody had no matter who you were their passport. On. It wasn't like even a it wasn't even an issue. Like it isn't over here. If you hang out in our country here and you're an American, quite often you don't even think about your passport. In fact, yeah. if you go to travel, you got to go find the motherfucker. You know, in Europe, it's like everybody has. It's just it's part of your wallet. It's, a, it's, it's part of your stuff. It's what's on. It's your everyday carry, yep. so to speak. Yep. yep. Yeah, and if it's fa- it's funny. Like I because I bartend. Uh, you know, Saturdays tours come through. I've asked for ID from people that look like they're like questionable age because they're you know European and healthier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like a thirty five year old woman who looks like she's seventeen yeah. trying to get a beer. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, you're All from right. Europe. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, you're from Northern Europe. Yeah, the Vikings didn't bring any of the ugly ones back. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Yeah. You know America. Anyway, you know, and then you say you know America's better. That's what you usually say, right? 
Sorry. Get to Star Spangling, lady. <laughs> uh, no, I've carded, uh, you know, ID'd them, and I'll get handed a passport nine times out of ten. Which, which is, is funny, which is kind of fun a, though. It's like, oh, look, a passport from Finland or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fi- I've had a few Finns come through. They're they're always an interesting bunch because you know the Finnish like they have like culturally, mm-hmm. they're very quiet and solitary. Mm-hmm. Like they're not very social until you get into the Sami people, which are like the it would be like indigenous Finns, right? If that in, I know in, indigenous indigenous Finns. No, yeah. short it up indigenous 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 Indians. No. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's already used. Oh. No, uh, anyway, the Sami people are fun and jolly and social and sociable, mm-hmm. but the regular Finnish folks are just very, very reserved and very, like, dour kind of attitude, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mean, it's just a cultural thing, but it's, you can, without, I, I can pick out a Finnish name without even knowing that they're from Finland just because of the last name, and then if you look at the person, just the way they act. Uh, yes, uh, may I uh, please have uh, one one beer? One beer, please. Like, uh, yeah, what kind of beer would you like? I don't just just brown, Something. a brown, a Something. brown beer. That was my favorite. Was a brown brown one. beer. Give yeah. me a brown one. Okay. That's because they, 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 they don't please? want the Budweiser yellow. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, they don't want something mm-hmm. or, you know, especially considering, you know, that that style of beer is essentially a, it's essentially a Pilsner. Yes. You know, they don't want that, especially right. if they're from, you know, southwestern Europe. They want an ale. Or southeastern Europe, rather. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're like, let me get something with a, something with a punch. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, travel is a big thing that I want to do more of this year. I'm still kind of getting back on my feet after Porsche moved out. Like, it's still, it's only been a year and a half, and uh, not quite a year and a half. And we and saw her. Like, she came up to visit. Yeah, that was time. fucking shit. At a uh, Christmas. No, we didn't. Yeah, she Christmas. got me a personal grooming like Thank rechargeable. God. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No, it's actually kind of cool. It's rechargeable. It's got a lithium battery mm-hmm. and it's like beard trimmer, ear and nose, fucking hair thing, mm-hmm. attachments, all these like eight different attachments on it. I'm like, cool. I'm going to trim my pubes with this. And yeah. she's like, I just fucking knew you were going to say that. And like, right yeah. away. Straight out of the box. She doesn't have any trauma in her anymore. I've already beaten her down. Right. She's well, just, it's that. And, and a combination, she works in the healthcare now. So it's like. Like she it's, trims, one, it's like a one-two punch. She literally trim, well, She doesn't have to do it anymore, uh, mostly because she works on a pulmonary unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when she floats to other units, she has to trim some pubes, like pre, I had, pre-surgery. I had a large black man trim, my, trim me from my belly button down to my kneecaps when I had my appendectomy. Wow. That, that's, where, that's where it was, from my, from my belly button down to my knees. That seems excessive. How long ago was that? And I was 16 years old. Oh. Oh. It's a while back. Do you have a big-ass scar from that? It's, but it, I was stapled together, so I do have a scar, but it, it, oh, it's okay. almost not visible. And then several so nurses came in in a group, female attractive nurses, yeah. to make sure I was shaved properly. I'm not making this up. No, I'm sure not. At 16? Like, yes, I was 16. 16, were you turned on or were you turned? I, I was in you, bad pain. I didn't give a flying fuck who looked at my wiener at that point. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I that, was that just. My father was there, too. He was like, yeah, look at this thing it was i was dude they said yeah a couple hours dude and it was it was about to burst wow that's bad they said yeah they said it was good you were here see nowadays uh if you would have been like 36 when it happened mm-hmm. hell even 26 they would have done it laparoscopically it would have been like they would have just kinda, a little tiny hole and sucked it out and th- have a nice day three incisions one to inflate two to manipulate yeah, yeah. and then you just the, the little like maybe half inch 
maybe yeah. inch. Uh, wow. Belly. Well, I have one about that long. Belly yeah. button, and then over here, and then over here, and then uh, and you. And uh, this is so long ago that I was the first one at that hospital with a surgery that used staples. I was the first stapled surgery at that hospital. That's uh sounds cool now, but back then <laughs> I would not have been. Like, I don't want to be the first one because my father. Was I'd rather one, be like the third one. My father is one that told me. He, I came out and I, I came to, and he was there. You know, in the in the room, he goes, "I'm gonna check out your your stitches." Because he was all, he just thought that was cool. Yeah. So he pulled me. He goes, "You're stapled together. I've never. That's this is crazy. This is a crazy person in the hospital. Hey. Just hey." <laughs> Your dad with his Delta glass with a martini. Hey, what's going on? You guys didn't even use this. The what the fuck? Hey, staples. It's a Stanley stapler. What? What the hell? God, I'm that's surprised kinda, your nickname wasn't Staples from it, then on or something like kinda that. That's kind of how it was. But then uh, anyway, so the point. Oh, so I too, I told you before we started this, I was on a rant going all over the place, and I said I have got to get out of this country this year. I have got to get out mm -hmm. of this country this year. And it's, it's been, been too way, long. way too long for me. And I've never traveled to Europe, which the, the main barrier to that earlier or for as long as possible that I can remember for me going to Europe is uh, money. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much money is not an issue now. It's just less of an issue as it was. Like now I can mm -hmm. throw some, you know, put some money away. And I really... Holly Lay, who was on this podcast a few episodes ago, mm -hmm. she went, she found an uh, uh, Groupon, and it was like eight hundred bucks round trip airfare, tons of tours, and she was in that's, Ireland that's, for eleven days or something that's like fucking that. Fucking cheap. Yeah, anything less than a thousand dollars. So like, you pay that off. If you pay that, and then four or five months later is when you go on your trip, that leaves you a bunch of time to save up spending yep. money. Like yep. anybody, almost anybody can do that, but I can't do it without a fucking passport. And you don't need when you're over there. It depends on how I don't know how they did it, but every time I've gone, I've gone a number of times, and I lived there for a short time and that a couple times. But I, I've rented a car though. I, now they all went on a bus or something. I think I don't know they that do they it? had they run. I know that they had their option of going on little side tours and okay. things like that, and it wasn't set in stone every single day. Mm -hmm. It wasn't this day we're going to do this, this day we're going to do this, and where it was all regimented. You could do that if you want, but I am not that kind of person. So I, if you were if you were going to go to Europe uh, for the first time, where would you? What do you think you want? You can't. There's no reason just to squeeze it all in and get it all Germany. fucked up. Okay, so and Austria is kind of close because if I go when I go back, I want to go to Hangar Seven. The fucking Red Bull, the Red Bull, Hanger, Hanger. Hanger. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be just unbelievable. Germany, fantastic. Austria, Czech Republic, and okay, that's a little further away. Well, that's all. That's all close. That's, that's all, all. That's all within a day's train ride of each other. Easily, yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, southern Germany. Not. I, I don't give a shit about central and northern Germany. Right. I just really don't. I'm sorry. I hung around southern Germany. I'm kind of familiar with Bavaria. Stuttgart. Yeah, Stuttgart. Bavaria is what I want to see because yeah. that's the German culture that we know when it comes to Christmas. It's the German culture that I grew up around when it comes to like mm -hmm. German food, mm -hmm. things like that. Those are the that's the shit that I look like the the white, the blue and white, and that 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 like all that shit. I really want to be there. We talked about this before too. Either there and or like somewhere in remote part of Ireland over the Christmas holiday sometime. So just, my friend Josh just to kind of go there. Josh yeah. Gagno goes to uh, or has gone to Bavaria. God, I want to say three or four times mm -hmm. for Christmas. No shit. Him and his lady friend. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen pictures. But it's just great. The whole town does it up. Right? Every single town does it. It yes. does it up right, and right. it's it's nuts. And that I would absolutely love to do that too. Uh, th that would be if I had to pick a place to go my first time going to Europe. 
be southern Germany. It would be. It would be. Yeah. It would be southern Germany. Maybe get a tour of the Porsche factory. Oh God, are you kidding me? Be great. Not just the Porsche factory. Like I kind of don't even care about the Porsche factory. The factories por- are cool though. The factories are cool. I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I you Fine. own one. You get it. I don't own a Porsche. You kind of own a factory. Well, okay, whatever. Other uh, people's factories are cool. I don't have to sweep this. <laughs> <laughs> You mean pay someone to sweep it? Right. When was the last time you swept your own fucking I'd hanger? I swept a little bit here and there. Here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Use the vacuum cleaner more often. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fucking proletariat. <laughs> anyway, I... Uh, yeah, no, I uh, the museum. The Porsche Museum. Oh, yeah. That would be fantastic. Especially if you can catch them on a day where you can find somebody who's willing to take you kind of down into the, 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 the bowels. Yeah. Because there's, there's just weird one-off shit. Like, there's one specific car that I want to see... It's about a 71 or 72, even if it even has a year. And it was only run, There's there was two of them ever made. It was a, It's a 914. The 914 came out with either a four-cylinder, which is one I owned, or six-cylinder, which they only made about 3,000 of those in seven in seven model years. They only made about 3,000 wow. six-cylinders. And there's fewer pe- than a... Peppered around. There's for... fewer than 1,000 left out in the wild. Jesus. Okay. Well, they made two eight-cylinders. Holy flat, flat eights? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're uh, five liter flat eights, and they were run in uh, Group B and Group A racing, like like a kind of an open class. Oh, two hundred and seventy horsepower, eleven thousand RPM, just like fucking. Wow. Oh my god, they sound amazing, right? Yeah, but you gotta be able to hear those. Two. That's what you want to be able to do, though. You can't just go look at it in a museum. I'd be okay going and looking at it in a museum, Paul. Okay. All right, fine. I don't need it. It's not like they drive them. The one was wrecked. I mean, right. the the wreckage is still like whatever's beat up is left. But the other one was given to a fairy Porsche so you, as a as a birthday gift, and that and that one's in the museum. So you can imagine but there's a ton the, of other ones. The too. Germans love. love Machinery, engineering, design, all this yeah. kind of stuff. So there are numerous uh, uh, technical museums over there. You can imagine just all over Germany. Absolutely. So Munich has a very well-known one. That would be a good place to go in Munich. And it's uh, south-central Germany. Munich is still, obviously, Bavaria. Right. No, that, so, that's where we would fly into, mostly, right. or Frankfurt. So um, that would be where we're going to also do, to go to that technical museum. Or uh, Berlin, I'm sure, has got something. Fan- yeah. that's, that's where they have the strudel pipes. and. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, strudel in, distribution in, in Berlin. pipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are where the they make the strudel and then they distribute the strudel around the city of Berlin. No, actually, no, these are not strudel pipes. If I could go to <laughs> Germany, Germany, Austria, part of Switzerland, and Czech Republic in one two-week trip, I, I I would be really happy with that. Switzerland is expensive, granted. It's but it's like Disneyland. We talked about this before. It's it's so clean and pristine and perfect and and I don't know if it's I don't know if taxes are high in Switzerland. I have no idea, but it's fucking expensive to live there. But everybody is all into it. Everything is neat and clean and the signs are perfect and the streets right. are swept and just it's like a fairyland. I mean it's what it looks like. I mean I literally I've been was driving around and was staying in this small little kind of a B and B thing with like three or four with a typical white uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, Lath and the yeah. bra- well, typical Swiss-looking place. Chalet style. Opened up a window, and across the m- little road that's right there at the base of a hillside, and then the Alps are up there, were the fucking cows with the bells yeah. eating grass and mooing. Yeah. 
like the hillside of Swiss, like Ricola commercial, like a Ricola <laughs> Swiss cheese, right? Fucking happy cows oh, commercial. Oh, there's a, yeah, there's a picture of the Swiss cows you see on a and milk I would, carton. Somewhere. I would have that reaction, the same reaction like my uh, sister in law mm-hmm. had, uh, Laura, when we, my brother Eli and I are sitting on the back porch. It was the first time she'd ever come out west. Mm-hmm. You know, they flew in at night, rented a car, and drove to Kingman in, at night. Mm-hmm. We stayed up, had a few beers, whatever, and went to bed. In the morning, she was bringing us coffee out on the back porch. She walked out of the back porch to my old house, and you know, I, you remember that porch. The Walpi Mountains are right there. Yeah. She goes, holy shit, the mountains are, like, right there. Like, <laughs> she flipped out, just spilled some coffee. Like She got so excited. That's what will happen to me about every 15 minutes in Europe. Oh, yeah. I guarantee. Well, the amount of history and shit Well, the shit amount of that shit that you see. read, and, and again, Europe is not very big. It's not. So you'll see signs for, for uh, different cities or villages this way and that one. You'll go, oh, my God, I read about that town yes. in this book or yes. whatever. Yeah, it's, and, a, it's and, all over the place. And that's why I've said, I've said many times before that like my first trip to Europe should probably be a month long. Yeah. Because there's so much that I want to see. And in that one month, I'll still feel like I just was rushed. Yeah, you know, I feel like the the I've not, I've had friends of mine that go to Europe and they do those, you know, eleven countries in ten days kind of thing, and I do not want to fucking that. do that, or maybe not that many countries, but that many which you can do in Europe. But mm-hmm. I've known them to, to like heard like eleven cities in ten days. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to do that whatsoever. Yeah, I'd want to spend Jesus if I just just going to England. Mm-hmm. England and Scotland. England, Scotland, and Wales would be a month. Easy, easy. And I still wouldn't even see 50% of the things that I, I want to see. I think the last time I was in mainland Europe, I think, was when my father, God, this has been forever, retired from Delta Airlines, where he, uh, fl- you know, his, his last flight like was- Like retirement flight, right? Right, it was from Atlanta yeah. to uh, uh, Amsterdam, and then return. And so I went over there ahead of time, like a week or so ahead of time, rented a car and drove around all over Germany and Switzerland, did all that stuff, and then came back and with the people that manufacture these glider treaders, stayed with them for a day or two, and then they uh, dropped the car off and they took me to the train station, took a train to um, Amsterdam, and that was fucking badass, and then got out, had no idea where I was going. I didn't went to the hotel my father was staying at or where they were staying, and was there for a couple days, and walking around and just and just looking around, just a typical uh, tourist. It was just so cool. It's so I didn't know I didn't I don't know how to speak the language. I don't know anything. You know, a, a little bit of German and it's mixed in whatever all that. But, but you can get around. Yeah, you, you know? can figure it out. And but just walking around with the with with the waterways and all the bicycles and Anne Frank's house is there, of course. And you had to fucking, throw in Anne Frank's house. Well, I mean, it wasn't like it was a positive experience. <laughs> Van Gogh, Van Gogh, Van Gogh, Gogh. just Gogh, just say Gogh. Right. So anyway, it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. It's it's like an it's like when they talk about in uh, Pulp Fiction. It's a little thing. You can buy kind of the same food, but it's all packaged differently. It it's looks packaged differently. differently. But then again, there's also I mean, fast food is completely different in other countries than it is here because yeah. of nutritional laws. Yeah. Um, McDonald's in Canada would would blow your mind because it's actually really good. McDonald's in Canada is better than In-N-Out Burger here. Yeah, when it comes to quality, because there's just certain there's just certain you put rules. certain stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't put the certain things in there, and that shit like that is what I that Mexico is the same way. Right, they have the same kind of shit, but like. Like there's really there's not a twenty ounce soda bottle. It's all one liter and bigger. So in Mexico, just so little things like do that. Do you think that you will? It could be on the fence still, and that's okay. We'll get to Europe this year. 
I like to think so, especially considering what well, we didn't get a chance to talk about it completely. I brought it up, but mm-hmm. my friend David uh, Shade, who's traveled to Europe multiple times and, and is currently in Australia, as of two weeks ago, he was in New Zealand uh, hanging out. Uh, son of a bitch. He was been in New Zealand. He was in New Zealand for like three or four weeks. Went to tons of filming locations for Lord of the Rings because that that's a huge thing in his life. You know, mm-hmm. I'm big. I mean, big fantasy guy. Mm-hmm. Like David was the guy who got me into Dungeons and Dragons, even though I was already into fantasy stuff before. And he's like, ah, well, we should probably play this this game since you're, uh, you know, a fucking nerdy weirdo, right? And, but going to stay where they filmed, you know, Hobbit locations, uh, Hobbiton, the town mm-hmm. was is actually a real place that they built. They built into a hillside let it grow over for a year and then went and filmed there. So it looked like it was lived in. Mm-hmm. And then they just left the set to this, to, to the, you know, to New Zealand. Wow. So he's been there and he hit me up on uh, Snapchat like four or five days ago. And he's like, Hey, I think you need to set aside some time in the fall. So for what he goes, I want you to meet up with me in Germany. I want, I want us to both go to Germany. It's something we talked about for the past like 17, 18 years. And I, and I just, I really think it would be a good, it's like it's a good time. time. Yeah. It's a good time. So the first simpler step obviously is the passport. Of course. You yeah. have that, which is, which is on which is basically a foregone conclusion. And you can point. start, uh, and then just start throwing, put it, push it, yeah, yeah. putting money away. And with the, you know, uh, you can find really good deals cause they're really trying to get people from the U S to Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, and another thing that I I'd really like to do it would be great if I could do it this year but I don't know if I could do it just because it's so expensive to to uh, to be there getting there is not that expensive as, as Iceland right. Iceland is relatively cheap I can get to Iceland almost as cheap as I can get to so, Ohio so how about this how about make a uh, it's 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 a step already not going to Europe or Iceland or something like that overseas let's say and then going there so maybe it would be good just to figure out a way to have a trip like that like once a year. Yeah. So we we could do that. You know, if you want to go, I can, I'm can. i going to go there anyway. We could figure out how to get there or at least overlap when we're there yeah. or something somehow, at least meet up at minimum or something. And I've got some other agendas I may want to happen over there while I'm over there as well. Personal stuff. Brothels and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Not that personal. Red light district. But there are people I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, that, of course. That, that of are, course. are part of my life. That I haven't been over that, you know, whatever. And that would be worthwhile. But I think that's a word. So I think I will, it's not necessarily a resolution, but it's something I've got to do. We've talked about all this crap with me being so busy with other things and also got to take care of my business in me this year. Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of my big goal. So do you have something else? Okay, let's say, so you want to do a trip. Let's a trip. do a, a little some, more traveling anyway, but then big but trip, maybe but a big, bigger be, trip. There's going to okay. be more travel involved. Right. I, I'm actually in the process of planning a trip potentially in March. Uh, up to Washington State, up okay. to uh, uh, visit a couple friends in Bellingham. Uh, there is a concert that I want to go that to that's near in Bellingham. Seattle? Bellingham's about two hours north of Seattle, hour and a half north. It's Bellingham okay. is like ten minute drive to the border. Like it's I was right, gonna say you two hours there. north of Seattle. You're getting it's, it's right there. It's you can smell maple syrup and hockey from there. Like it's Ooh, it's right there. <laughs> anyway, I got some friends that own a brewery across the sound from Seattle that I really want. I, I, they, they've been bugging me for five years to come up and visit. And I Speaking just of Canada and that, there was a girl who had a toque at, at the at the Blackbridge. Uh, at the, uh, was it trivia? Yeah, during team trivia. Remember that she had a... She she had she an actual wearing, two, she had, had a, a here's one right we, we were making... I have one. The best have, Christmas have, songs, whatever. There's some kind of a question. Remember that? 
Some four, kind of three, four. Oh, that's what it was, or something like and that. So we started like, doing, we started doing the Baba Doug McKenzie, McKenzie version. Twelve days of Christmas. And she goes, "I've got a toque right here." It was funny. Don't you remember that? Yeah, no, I remember that. I okay, do. I absolutely okay. remember that. Uh, uh, what else would you like to do in 2020 for yourself, or for your life, for your person, for your for your country, for your country? I kind of want to get a new vehicle. Okay. Not a bad goal. I'm kind of tired of being crammed in that truck, and I'm really sick and fucking tired of shifting. Okay, so you don't. I know that sounds stupid to most people. No, it doesn't sound stupid. But I haven't had an automatic transmission, a vehicle that I that I that is my daily driver since I was in high school. So without breaking the bank and just really being dumb and spending way too much money on it, which I wouldn't do, you'd buy something used, probably. Absolutely. What would it be? Utilitarian. Right now, if I if if I could if I could snap my fingers and have it sitting right out in front instead of my truck, I would have Mm -hmm. a Honda Element. Oh, that's right. We talked I about this. I fucking love those vehicles. And those things are, have held their value. It's they, like, oh my. you can't really buy a cheap used Paul, one. I found one. There's one in Havasu that has under 100,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. It's an 06. And it's the mid-range. It's not even like the high end. It's But it's all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. But it has cloth interior, which is what I would run, want anyway, just because leather deteriorates out here and it's not awesome. Mm-hmm. Especially since it's not, it's an outdoorsy vehicle. It's not like a quote unquote nice vehicle. It's like the first an, cube vehicle that came out. It really right? was, yeah. Because the really other was. ones, and then the Kia had their thing, and then the, the Soul, and the idea is, the idea with the the Honda Element was, uh, you had replaceable plastic panels on it. The the panels that get damaged when you're outdoors, mm-hmm. you know, scrape up against rocks, just pop them off, what, and put another one. Yeah, on. you pop. Yeah, they're cheap. They're like seventy five bucks for a new panel. You just pop off the old ones with mm-hmm. like four or five clips and clip the new ones on, and you're good to go. Were all of them four wheel drive? Uh, no. The okay. the in the beginning, I think they were, and then some people were just like, "Yeah, I don't need this. I just want an SUV that looks like an SUV." But most people that bought it, they bought it because they were wanting to be outdoorsy, mountain biking and hiking, whatever. Is fishing. it true you can just like hose them out or something yes, like that? They have drain holes. You oh, little pop little and drain holes out. Plastic just yes. hose it out. The fabric is meant to get wet and cleaned off like that. Yeah, really. So like it's it good really, for dumping off a body if you're trying to get rid of yes, one. Or yes, yes, like absolutely. I've helped Ed Man on many occasions dump a body like for real. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, no, the there's an it's an 08. It has like eighty something thousand miles on it. And I was like, man, this is perfect. It's even the color green that I like. And it's in Havasu. They want fourteen grand for it. Jesus. And I looked it up. That's how much it's worth. That's not an inflated price. That's at a dealership that does that did their research. Like they're they've held their value. I mean, they're Honda, so they're going to hold their value anyway. But holy shit! But that would be that's that's one of my goals by the end of the year. Is do they have, have, do they have, have a, good a consumer reports vehicle. reviews? For example, do they're they so they'll last stellar, a long time? Stellar. Okay. Stellar. There's no known issue. They're Hondas, so you could put some money down, obviously, and then you're gonna have to get a loan. Hopefully, get a cheap loan. What would pay? You, I would you, probably how much go. Would and, payments be? If you I this would out? probably just with my truck trade in yeah. plus a couple thousand dollars saved up, and, and it, I wouldn't have hardly any payment, if if anything at all. Like I, I just. It but you got to carry much. full insurance if you have a payment, though. Which is fine. Thank money. you, Dad. I know that. I'm just saying. I'm just, 38 years old. I've okay. had full coverage insurance on vehicles before. Okay. Yeah, and I would do that too. I, I I wouldn't nothing like having to still pay your loan on a vehicle that you got that totaled out. Like I would never do something like that. I know it suck. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, that's a that's kind of it. I want to. So, I wanna, so it's I wanna possible. Do some more possible you get a new. So are you saying that you would not settle for something else? Do you think? You think it's like if you're going to get a new I, vehicle, going to hold out for the element? I I kind of want to hold out for an element, but I I could see myself getting something else. I'll tell you. There's actually a there's a vehicle I've been watching. I'm kind of and the guys come down in price a bit, 
Tim was Tim laughed at me and was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Until I understood it, I used one of your terms. Oh, so I found this guy who made some modifications to his Toyota Prius. It's like a 2012 Prius that he did a little bit of modifications to give it a little more ground clearance and put beefier tires on it. Okay, and it's it's an it's essentially a imagine a Subaru. Do right, have, like do like Julia's, like Julia's suit, like to? a cross track. Okay, no, those are nice cars, like, right? Yeah. So that's essentially a, a very similar shape to a Prius, right? Not really, but okay. No, close so enough. Ha- hatchback, four, four door, four tires. Okay, you dick. <laughs> it's it's a hatchback. It's four doors. Okay, fine. So it's a hatchback sedan. Okay, it's utilitarian. But what this guy did is he and he put like a nice um, roof rack on it. Okay, a little bit beefier tires. And and had the suspension professionally modified to where it was lifted up a little bit, not like not anything insane, more like a imagine like a rally car, not like a high school kid's r- r- dumbass I'm fucking knock modification you out of your chair. No, okay, it's not professionally, like professionally. Yeah, professionally done. Okay. Imagine a Prius rally car. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Okay, okay, that's what it looks like. So I said, yeah. So right. I'm telling Tim about this. Tim's like, Jesus fucking Christ, what's wrong with you? Why you would never want to? Da, 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 da. I'm like. Look, dude, this isn't this isn't like pickup truck territory. This isn't. The, let's think about the mission. Mission. That's one and, of my terms. Yeah. And, and that's what I stole from you. Term, yeah. Yes. What's the mission? Right. And he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, my mission is different than your mission. One, I don't own a business, so I don't need a pickup truck. Two, I, I don't have four kids to haul around, plus a, plus a girlfriend, plus myself. I don't have all that. Mm. So what I'm looking for is economical stuff that I can fit, maybe a kayak or two or a canoe on top, camping gear in. That's going to be incredibly fuel efficient to where I can also maybe make a cross country trek f- that's not going to break the bank. Mm-hmm. Does that fit the mission criteria? And he's like, actually, it does. And I said, yeah, as long as it's done right. Sure. And, and this guy. Is he local? No, he's in Las Vegas. Well, so okay. essentially kind of local. But right. I was looking at that. And I'm like, how much? Huh, he wants 11,000 for okay. it. Okay. Yeah, which is good for the amount of miles on it and yeah. it's, you know, upkeep and all that. So I, that's just something that's like, that Why was don't you like, show me a picture when the episode I, I will absolutely okay. show you a picture. I have a question then. So are the Honda elements, are they probably not that good a fuel economy because they're boxy and big and square kind of thing? No, they actually are because they're, they're Hondas. Okay. So they not, they're, not out, they're just gutless. Okay. They get to where they need to go, you know, right. but they're just, they're not. Can you remove the seats any, out pretty easily? You don't remove the seats. They fold flat. So. Like down low, down into no down like down into the floor. Oh, so you can the really two, put a bunch of shit the in the two there. rear seats. They fold forward, then slide back, and then pop down, and then it's completely flat. So you can put bales of weed back there if you wanted. If to. you really wanted to in your Honda Element, <laughs> there's no reason to do this anymore. It's le- weed is legal. It's it's almost a full size bed. Speaking of that, in the future of 2020, is it going to be legal recreational weed I in keep, uh, Arizona? I, what do you think? I don't know what the p- petition status is. I just I know that. The uh, petition's going to make it. The crazy is thing, it a good petition though? Is it a good? I have I have no idea. I haven't even looked into uh, okay. it. I don't I don't right. even know. All right. I just know that um, there's a few things about this next election that are just going to be really telling about how the state goes. And I I, I really being a flaming disgusting liberal, as mm-hmm. people have called me before. Mm-hmm. I really want to see Arizona go Democrat in the presidential election, just because. If nothing, even if I don't like the candidate, I still want to see Arizona go Democrat because I think you could hear people's brains explode in this red state, right? Right. Thinking that it would never happen, and I, I just, I just kind of want to see their like just a little bit of brain matter just like leak out their nose 
and then yeah. they pass out from a stroke because I find that I, I think that would be funny. And the folks are in denial that it's like this huge tidal shift. Arizona's not going to be like that. Hey, fuck up. No, don't California my Arizona. Shut the fuck up. Just shut and up. And where are you going to go anyway, right? I mean, what are you going to do? The other thing was, I remember when Trump was elected, I didn't, no one really, a lot of people didn't expect it. No. Most people didn't. They just kind of assumed and that it, it wasn't going to happen. happen. I'm like, holy crap. And then uh, it happened. That's what I thought to myself. But I thought, at, to, to honestly, and I don't want to go off on this political topic, but I really, anytime anybody's elected for president, one of the first thoughts I have is, I hope they do a decent job. I hope they're, you know, Always. whatever it is. Once it's all said and done, it's like, okay, right. I hope I hope they do a good job. I do. Whether yeah, I voted for them or not, I could care less. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it's like, I'm over it. I've done. We've Couldn't. heard all the campaigning. You were there. You voted. Done. Over. Move on. Right. And uh, and then this, I'm just, at the way Trump has worked out, I could have been a fan of his if he actually did some stuff and did more things that I was thinking. And I don't mean really liberal shit either. You know, there's a couple things that he's done that I yeah. will absolutely give him credit for the bump yep. stock thing, which kind of blew my mind. Yep. And that was Charlie that, that clued me into that one. Yep. Uh, because you get, I don't like the man. I don't like him as a man or as mm -hmm. a president, mm -hmm. but there is a lot of noise surrounding him and it's not all him. Right. It's a lot of other people that are just creating noise. Yep. And unfortunately, that noise overshadows any sort of good that he can do. Right. Some of it by his own doing, you know, the noise there, from him. There's, there's no noise doubt from that. other people. It's about I think it's about a 75, 25, you know, 75 percent noise from him. And the other 25 percent is from everything else. Yep. And the other thing is that that link that I sent you about uh, like earlier this week about him saying uh, wanting to sign into law that uh, federally funded scientific studies need uh, will will be uh, free to the public. Like, oh yeah, the data would be free uh, to the public. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, d d the, um, the published uh, published article domain, yeah, public domain. domain in the public domain. Yeah, which is something that I thought, and I told you this the other night. I thought I thought that was. I assumed that was. I just kind of assumed that was the right. case. Like, why that's, isn't that's it already? So, like, the feds fund a study on pick anything. Doesn't so they matter. help fund a study on anything, and then the the. Yeah, the plant the, pl tree grafting of uh, the, uh, some kind of species of apricots or avocados or something. Exactly. Yeah. So the feds fund that. Scientists, botanists, whatever they go through, they do that. They publish their work. Well, you have to publish your work through certain Nature magazine or science right. magazine or whatever. Sometimes it goes to universities. Sometimes, Sometimes the feds will fund and then give money to a university. Usually it's study. done through whatever place you did, yep. uh, where you, wherever you did the research, right? Yep. Wherever your lab was or whatever. Well, there's publishing houses, publishing, you know, uh, publishing houses that handle that and they charge people. They charge mm. people to read that data. It's like, haven't we already paid for this? Didn't, the, the, the fucking American taxpayers already paid. Exactly. For this is something I had no idea was a thing. I didn't either. I knew that there were I knew that there were paywalls to looking into um, certain published articles or, or uh, uh, case studies and things like that. I knew that. But I always thought that was privately funded shit. I right. didn't know that the feds funding shit like that would be put behind a well, paywall. You, you, te you text that to me and I went, well, that's awesome. And then, and then I eight milliseconds later, I thought, what the fuck? What do you mean? Why is, why is, why is it not already free? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so like, like I said, I will give the man credit where credit's due. I personally sure. don't particularly care for him on a personal level or a presidential level. Right. Uh, but there's been a few handful of things. I will give him credit that he's done. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, as far as uh, I, I'm telling you, man, I have I still have this like gut feeling that 
something, and this goes back to something my dad told me years ago, and I brought it up on the podcast before. Uh, and he told me, he tried to predict it back in 2004, I think it was. Yeah, going into the 2004 election. He said, mark my words, uh, Bush, you know, George W. Bush, they're going to catch, quote unquote, catch Osama bin Laden. And Bush is going to take credit for it to get reelected. Something big is going to happen. Well, that didn't happen with Bush. It did happen with Obama. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. happened in 2011 and he won in 2012. That happened. It was May, May 2011 when mm-hmm. they, when we caught him mm-hmm. and violated this, you know, sovereignty, you know, it so- violated a sovereign nation, a member of the UN, yep. which he violated, violated some UN protocols for doing that, which oh. is still fucking and, and, and kind of, I mean, he was uh-huh. one, he, he killed more civilians. I say he killed, but he was, yeah. well, he went out watch. there himself and shot them in the <laughs> head out there with a flintlock rifle in a fucking knife in his, in his teeth <laughs> <laughs> went out there with something wrapped around his bicep. And, Obama, <laughs> the murderer. Yeah. He was all, he was all ripped out like it's all ramboed up <laughs> can you imagine anyway all right what else do you want to do uh, in 2020 uh, yeah uh no uh, real quick oh I, I i i my prediction is is that trump's going to legalize pot federally he's going to deschedule it completely to get reelected because they'll get the hippie vote that's that's my that's my prediction i'm, I'm thinking that's going to happen he, he might do that I could see him signing an executive but order and just going hot. I don't, I don't know if the hippies like are going to go, yay, Trump. I don't know if they're going to do that. I, I, I could, I, I don't know if that's the, that'll actually be the case, but I, I could see that winning a lot of votes. This needs to happen regardless. Yeah, it was really kind of dumb. Why, why didn't Why didn't Obama do more with that? I'm not sure. Actually, I'm I, I'm kind of surprised by that. The guy, the the only president we know. Uh, that has photographic evidence of a joint in his fucking mouth. Right. And I know <laughs> like, they, really, you know, I, I know they basically said, I know they, they talked about this behind closed doors saying, you know, we're not going to bust banks and people. We're not going to, we're not doing, we're not this. doing this, but we're just also not going to come out publicly. Right. And, let and the it, states yeah. do their thing. Just let them go. It's a, it, what I really hope happens if, if nothing else, what's already kind of going that direction. But what I really like to see is more money funneled toward, like descheduling certain psychedelics, yeah. I think would be a good idea. That's, We've talked about it's that. Kind of on the way, but uh, anyway, see so anything? Like I'm going to be like, okay, so I'm doing more business work stuff for me. I've got to, I got to put more focus on. I put some more focus on the in the past, this airport, the city, other things, and I'm going to put more emphasis for sure with uh, with uh, doing stuff for me a little bit more this year, whether it's. Uh, a house here, build something, maybe that kind of stuff. Also, my business, and maybe get a girlfriend. Licenses. Oh, I don't want to do that. Not I sure. wouldn't do that to somebody else either. I don't blame you. <laughs> and the traveling. That's enough. That that's good enough. If you want to take care of your health, like you're doing that right now. Keeping you know that's a big damn deal. Like for example, if you keep with it a year from now, if we're still blathering on, you know, you could say, man, this is from a year ago to now, Joe. Yeah, it's just amazing. Just in the past, like three months or so, that I've been kind of on it, I, I feel so much better. Right, I've got clothes that I can, I'm, I'm able to fit into that I have never been able to fit into. Like I bought it thinking I was my, the right size, and I didn't try it on. And I put it on, and when I got home, I'm like, fuck. And now it's almost too big for me, or all the notches that I've had to put on my belt. And wouldn't it be um, great if we could do an episode in Europe? A couple episodes. Are you fucking kidding me? Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to bring up a few minutes ago. Was like that would just be so much fun in a German beer hall. 
Yeah, that'll be a great listening I, experience for people. As many times <laughs> as I, yeah, well, right? great. It's These like, guys are drunk in Germany. Fucking, awesome. It's like, Prost! And there are people like, what the fuck is going on? Fall is my beer. Get up. Okay, like Joe's being us. an okay. ugly American. He's being the ugly American again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, as many times as I've been to the Hofbrau House in uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm And the one in Panama City Beach, Florida. And the one in Cincinnati. And the one in Columbus. If we leave right now, can we, I, are they going to be open? No. Nope. Hofbrau. No. When, when do they close? They close at uh, usually 11 on weeknights, I think. Maybe well, we, mid- midnight. Well, we can't make it. Oh, well. Nope. Wait, we could. We can't. Yeah, we could. Can't. Guess what? We gain an hour. We oh, we, we gain an hour when we go there. We could actually make it We're there. We're not going to make we it. We leave the right now. We, we can leave make one beer. Right now. Okay, later, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. And they'll be like, well, we did the, the last call of 45 minutes ago. We just show up there. Dude, it's a fucking Monday night. <laughs> oh, yeah. What time do they open? <laughs> just go. 11, I think. 10 or 11. Oh, oh, I love that place. It is great. Folks. Yeah, we need to remind you that Paul and I went to the Hofbräu House in uh, Las Vegas a couple years ago. We had lunch, had a couple beers, and then we had a few more beers. We had a few more beers, and then Paul had to order dinner. Because it was getting... I'm like, I'm hungry again. We were there like six or seven hours. (laughs) (laughs) Which... I laugh about that. That is not the first or last time. That wasn't even the second time well, I've done was, that. Someone was eating something else at a couple tables over, and I went, that looks really good. I'd love to have that uh, another time or something. And then we just kept drinking. Went, I'll just have what they I'll had. Just, I'll, I'll, have what, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> uh, and then Paul had a fake orgasm. It was amazing. It was I've very, yet to very, be very, spanked there Harry. at the Hofbrau house, though. Yet, so. I don't think they do that in the one in the Germany. You should ask that when we get there and just be like, oh, great, more Americans. Another American that wants to be spanked. No, I want to go to the original Hofbrau House because I've been to the, the you know several of them uh, you know around the states. I want to go to the original one in Munich. I want to see why not all yeah. that. There's just so much stuff that I want to see. We can, we can look up a technical museum in Munich and go there, and then that evening, you know, go to the Hofbrau House. Oh, that sounds that sounds amazing. There's also a monastery that I'll have to hit up Josh uh, Gagno about it. He went to a monastery. This would be like 10, 11 years ago. He went on this big trip from. Vegas to Vancouver, BC to Beijing, China, uh, up into Mongolia, Trans-Siberian Railway all the way across to St. Petersburg, Moscow, Germany, Italy, Austria, Hungary. Da, 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 da. Like he was gone like two months, and he went to this one monastery in Germany that they still make beer, but he had to walk up like to the top of a mountain or some shit. I, I have to ask him about it. Uh, I swear it's the Kunig Kunig uh, Kunig Ludwig Weiss Brewery or whatever, which is one of the Best fucking beers I've ever had. Anyway, the amount of beer to be drank in Germany would just be insane. So, uh, and, and imagine recording a. We would. I would do multiple segments. Is what I would do. It would be like one monster four hour podcast, but it'd be like fifteen minutes here, twenty minutes there, fifteen minutes here. We'd have to figure out also because I have not been to Berlin over there. I'd love to go to Berlin, but that's now we're talking about going to big cities, driving around. Can we do book? Do they still do bur- book burnings? Probably so. We could ask for the special book burning. We're going to go to the Brandenburg Gate. We have the book book burning tour. We're going to go oh, around. <laughs> you know what, though? If we're over there, I feel like, what if we, oh. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? What if we went to like a. <laughs> it may be better not to draw all these big cities, just like, because that's going to spread it too thin. It's like, okay. I don't want to be spread too thin. I, right. I would, And it would be so difficult to pare down the things that I want to do. Anyway, uh, there is, I feel like I, I should. Time to think about it. I should go to like, we should go to a concentration camp. 
you've already yeah. been. So the German you, one is you don't have to Dachau, of course, right? And then they've got I don't want to. Think, I, I'm, I assume they have. Well, of course they have Auschwitz. You can go. That's Poland. Um, so you know what we could do. Just as a jaunt into Poland is uh, is hit up uh, Aga. Say we're gonna go to. She uh, would lose her mind if we said, "Hey, we're going to Poland between this date and this date." All right. Can you tell us where to go? Guaranteed, she would be like, "Uh, you need to meet all of my friends and my family and stay with my mom or something like that." Mom, so, all right, we're not gonna be. We're just, just give like, us the top just, three just, things. Just to fucking do. top three things to do. Right. I'm not doing uh, it all. But uh, yeah, that's that's definitely twenty twenty is gonna be a, it's gonna be a good year. So it's also a leap year, which is cool. I feel like I got an extra day to do shit. So maybe like in the fall, it, we'll start thinking about it now because if you don't, if you don't start a plan, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Oh god damn it! Oh <laughs> thank you. What is that? Boeing? Did Boeing say that? that? Boeing did not say that. <laughs> I was gonna say that enough. sounds like something Boeing would say. That it definitely they should they, have said. If they did it, they didn't say it enough. <laughs> oh my god, poor Boeing. Don't say Jesus. poor Boeing. They, no, they the fucking, people that work for that company though that are just like, oh my yes, god. Yes, I fucking get it. Thank you. You make me feel bad. I'm like, I fucking I like seeing a giant company that's arrogant fail. And then you're like, no, you dick. There's like twelve thousand employees they have that take or pride more. in their work. Yeah. And there's like ten people at the top that, are, that were arrogant, not everybody else. Yes. They let all those fuckers I down, and they're not walking around with their heads held high right now. No, they're really not. They're not, yeah. and they're not as proud as they used to be to put on that uniform. Right. And I and I and I do kind of feel bad, yeah. uh, especially after that. Uh, um, the story I heard on NPR a few weeks ago that I told you about, where uh, it, they used to those cafes in Everett. Oh, is it Everett where they're at? Yeah, Everett, yeah. Washington. Yeah, they like the various cafes and just places where you know you get your whistle at the factories or whatever, and you whistle for lunch. Mm-hmm. People go to their you know respective favorite places uh and there's a there were places where people were just ashamed like they weren't showing up wearing their boeing jackets or their hat. and hats and things yeah. like that they would take them off before they went in the restaurants because they were embarrassed oh, god that sucks man it's very sad but i also yeah. kind of understand what that's like i do kind of get I, to a very very small degree right you know working at the hospital cuz KRMC gets bashed by a lot of people. And you don't want to announce that you work for KRMC. Yeah, not always. Now, yeah. granted, I'm one of those, I wear it as a badge of fucking honor. And I'm like, no, you don't like it. Whether you agree with the management or you agree with this or you had a bad experience, no matter what, got good there's people some top notch motherfuckers that work there. Yep. Some of the best people I've ever known in my entire life, yep. you know, humans and professionals. Like there's people that are, that are amazing at their, their medical abilities mm-hmm. that are pieces of shit human beings. Mm-hmm. But they will take care of you and your family members, da, 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 you know. So, like, I kind of get it a little bit of that, but not so, right now with those folks in Boeing, where they've always been proud their the, entire ho- life. Hopefully, the good, you know, anytime you have some tragedy like this, and they've and they're finding all these emails that aren't really complimentary what they were doing. No. So, hopefully, this is going to be a huge flush, and in the long run, it's going to be they're going to get their shit together. Yeah. And they're going to be the company that we thought they were. That they used to be. <laughs> and they used to be. And we I mean, granted, they're, they're still warmongers, but like. They are, and they get a lot of government, you know, military contracts. Of course, yeah. yeah. So, um, but you think of Boeing, most people think of Boeing as airline travel. You know, that's what, and I don't know what percentage of their business is commercial, that kind of stuff versus, you know, satellites or rocket systems or, you know, military aircraft. I, I, I don't really know the numbers, but. I can tell you one thing. If you and I do end up in Germany. Mm-hmm. I want to get on one of those uh, SG-38 type things, the Schuhgleiter. 
Those oh. weird primary glider things where it's on a fucking rubber band. I want to go and do that. Well, you've got to. You're by yourself. They don't have two place versions of those. I don't, I don't care. think. So. All right. Fine. How hard can it be? It's the Wright that, brothers did it. Not that bad. You do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan did it in that one movie. Know, everybody can do it. It's not. It's <laughs> no. It's not that hard in a shoe glider. Right. Which so, is um, and, and you know. I mean, if I crash, if I die, I die. So, Again, oh, well, it'll be a good death. I'll have to finish out the, that episode by myself. It's well, like, where did, where, did, where did your father die, Portia? Well, he died in Germany. Oh, my God, during the war? No. <laughs> no. With no. his stupid friend Paul that went over there. And yeah, him and his dumbass friend probably Paul. Probably didn't stop him from going in a glider. He was like, no, 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 you're too dumb to get in the glider. No, Joe, stop. And I'm like, wait, what'd you say? I as said, I'm holding my ahead. beer. As you're holding your beer, your giant beer in your watching. hand. There he goes. Oh. As I take a shot of, a shot of schnapps. That didn't work and, out. And get my fucking Schulgleiter. Yeah. And then go. I think it'd be fucking amazing. It would be amazing. All right. I want to do something. Here's what I want to have. To, I'm sorry. We're, we've talked enough. But I, out of this airport, I'm going to have a tow plane show up here. I'm going to fly my glider out of this airport. Fuck yes. That's going to happen. That's that, going to happen. That's a given 2020. in 2020. It better happen that tomorrow. That shall happen. And I will hopefully you'll be there at least. People have already asked me, like Steve Redman was here today. He's like, hey, am you going to have a two-place glider? I'm like, I don't have one. Oh, he was like, you're going to have a two-place glider here that we could fly in. I've been telling you for a couple of years that you should definitely think about selling all your bullshit little tiny, not bullshit, they're all beautiful. Just whatever stuff. You're, you're, whatever stuff you, you can and, and buy a two-place two place and become a trainer. And you're like, I don't want to be a trainer. I don't want to be an instructor. I'm not being an, you, I'm not gonna be an instructor because I'm selfish. What? <laughs> yeah, but you also like to turn people on to, to stuff. Oh, yeah. Look oh. at look how clean and smooth the long wings are out there. Well, they're not that long. They're adequate, though. <laughs> they have enough displacement. Of, they displace the air adequately. <laughs> the girth is okay, and that's what's important. Your wings are girthy. Excuse me? Excuse me? Those are girthy-looking wings. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, are they? <laughs> Sexual shit aside, that's what we want to do in 2020. Yeah, that's enough. That's... That's, that's way more than enough. No, no, that's enough to if you got to think about it and get, you know what did you do this month? Let's say working towards this goal, whatever the goal yeah, is. Yeah, No, no like, you're right. Fuck, I haven't done a damn thing in January to get towards that goal, whatever right. it is. Guess we gotta gotta keep gotta keep reminding ourselves of this and make it happen. And and you know what? Uh, it's funny. I was uh, I have my little notebook here. You know that has uh, each episode and like uh, what time went to break and you mm -hmm. know little ideas and whatnot. And I I looked at a few episodes back. I still think don't shroom and vroom is one of the funniest <laughs> phrases I've ever heard anybody Should we say. turn into a shirt, sticker, anything? Don't shroom and vroom. <laughs> Another one, though, is like, uh, I, I don't remember where this came from. I, I don't remember. I know I've been saying it for years. like, why drink and drive when you can smoke and fly? Like I've, I don't know. That's got to be a movie, right? I, don't, I think it's from a movie, but I've yet to see a movie or hear a song that it's from. I don't know where I got it. I just know that I was if probably we Google in it, high school. It'll come up. I didn't think about Googling it because it's 2020, and I didn't oh, think about that. All right. I, I guess uh, uh, my foresight is not 2020. Uh, oh. No. Can we be done now? I hope so. Okay. Thanks, folks. Happy New Year. You guys have a happy New Year. Y'all, keep listening. <laughs>